0: Oh, you can, you're making table. rosin all day, every day. You're, you're the rosinator. Ah, yeah, the press isn't here yet. It's ten days. It's I, your Instagram says otherwise. Well, it says I
1: make home <laughs> rosin, which is still fire, and it says your whole dispensary. So. And it says you. Well, oh yeah, your every single person, every single person that in your dispensary that has tried it. Oh man, it was so good. Everyone so says did, it was yeah, good. so I'm. So I I'm you. We're ready. There, nice. ready. there you go. Nice.
2: Well, we there you go.
1: We got
0: There you go.
2: we back. We got Scott Sauer
1: OG in that magazine too. man. That's true. We've
0: been, uh, we put it up in the front lobby. Great. People have been Are we, we back? Are we back? Are we back? Are we back? Yeah, the we've been shit back yep. for a
2: really long time now. No. From so
0: for everyone who missed what happened, that's why you don't wipe back to front. Uh, because uh, to front. the kid was showing us how you wipe back to front and reset the fucking computer. Never wipe back to front. <laughs> back to front.
3: And the flow. It's <laughs> <laughs> the one rule. The <laughs> flow name. was flow? broken.
0: Oh, the flow of
4: the show. The flow of
3: the show. The show flow.
4: What do you think about back back to front, Rosin?
2: Back to front rosin. That's the name nice of your company, isn't it? Back to front <laughs> rosin. <Raza. laughs> that's badass. Uh, Back to front rosin <laughs> Co. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to re register. we That's all right. We'll, do,
3: we'll design your logo for you, bro. 50 bucks. <laughs> Call oh, taint. it taint. Uh, taint, yeah. <laughs> taint uh, Taint bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's another show. <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other show. Well, no, that was a good. Right? That was actually a pretty good. T- wasn't that the first time that cheesecake lady came? We started get that taint story. Yeah, you know what yes. else? is really
1: Yes. yes. Yeah, so she's still supposed to be making me taint patches. I right. I so if anybody
0: wants to know what we're talking about, you have to go back to the first time. First time. time, time you, you know what's really great. Uh, we've accidentally hung up on Tim every time he's called. <laughs> 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 he's got to get a complex.
5: And our Skype's off now. Yeah, we got so six minutes
3: left. He can still. He can get into the chat.
0: My thing it's right awkward," he says. He needs a, uh, that either is a beady which I don't think is what he's talking about, a bidet. Tim needs a bidet. A bidet. bidet. bidet.
1: Yes. <laughs> May, but maybe Kyle came out to bidet. me the other day. and He's like, "Yo, can we get one of these toilet seats that has a bidet in it?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like you know, you just put it on your toilet seat like a regular toilet seat, but then it, it cleans." Because Kyle's, well, Kyle's all into bathrooms so and stuff, right? That. Yeah. So Kyle like sinks. sinks. Yeah, so he yeah. knows
3: every kind of sink possible. Bidet. Attachment. So, uh, size back to front. Anything else we got? I think Last that's five the five lesson so of the so episode. I, that's you? pretty much the lesson of the episode. Don't I'm right renaming it. Okay, renaming occupational hazard would be wiping the your ass. We should ask with Jim what the
0: top uh, occupational uh, hazards of, wiping
3: your ass of with the, with the, the bathroom a, Of wiping your ass with oh, sure. poison
0: ivy. Poison ivy. Yeah, back, yeah. To back to front. I think it's pretty much
3: just the act of doing it is probably the most Sure. <laughs> First it doesn't matter if you go left, right, or front, back, or...
0: <laughs> anyway, hopefully you guys are safer in the garden
3: and in the lab. Some hygiene tips, parenting tips—you got a little bit of everything. Here. Oh yeah, everything is in the show. <laughs> it's crazy. So th- we cover all bases. What's all that bases. Noise? Um, I still want to hear your. Sounds, 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 sounds like someone's so playing well, an we'll organ. Go off <laughs> air. For oh, that. is that dinosaur noises? <laughs> is that dinosaur noises?
0: I hear right. dinosaur noises. Fade us out, <laughs> kid.
2: What the fuck? Dinosaurs? Uh, is it? Are Tim's not hearing <laughs> <laughs> things? Uh, okay. Can you do other dinosaurs? Hey, Pesci?
3: wait, us, no. Can you do Joe Pesci as a dinosaur? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come Dude, on. how does that even happen? How can how you I do that?
3: I can see it. Come on, <laughs> no. do it. Come on, no. no. do, do it. Do it. Are you picturing it? Do it. Do shout it. Out. Do
0: it. No, Joe do Pesci as a dinosaur. That doesn't make sense. We're gonna make your mom call physically impossible. It is
1: not. She's just texting. She's like, if I have to call in every week, I will. Yes. Yes. Already have. I have
0: her phone number in our Skype. I'll
1: start it then. Shout. Shoutouts to my mom. I hope you got to do, do Joe it as Joe Pesci. That's not possible. Dinosaur. It's not even you can't even mix those things. Yeah, you can. Joe no, Pesci, Pesci can. dinosaur shout out. That doesn't even work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not happening. Shout outs to <laughs> you my mom who? for calling in giving us uh, like great story to Britt and Kilo and beautiful girlfriend and pup in the studio. Duke's back home probably tearing my fucking sofa to shit like he does every time I leave him home. Say it
2: like Joe Pesci. He's uh, he probably home fucking Alright, now make a dinosaur noise. <laughs> keep your face just short. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, so, anyway,
1: uh, yeah, you know, shout outs to uh, Gold Coast Genetics and all my China Connects hooking me up with some some nice equipment. China Connects? And, uh, what do you China have? China Connects? Can- what China is Connects. My China connects be China peeps My China
2: oh, peeps Are you his buddy Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> Baba uh, no. But,
3: uh, no No they don't have names They'll have like Jim And uh,
1: yeah And Fred. just to uh Fred. Jason out at Dark Horse Genetics too Gotta give him a big shout. So thanks Cool There you go You're Boom up.
0: Boom Bike shouts
1: Nope
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my beautiful wife Reese Amazing kiddo Toddler Farron Not a baby anymore She can run Trying to jump Been working on my jumping yeah, trying yeah, to jump were. over her But she grew like Half an inch the other day And you so got that upper so body You should ball.
1: probably not Try to jump over your child yeah. I'm not mean, say actually bad. I just happen to Kick her in the face every yeah. time. <laughs> like, ah, I, I haven't quite made it Over her yet But we'll get there <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm practicing on a Exercise <laughs> ball for now not <laughs> a On a child. stuffed animal yeah. Or something no, just yeah.
3: like oh, I kicked I'm her at least there 15 yet. times in head That's it Yeah we're yours Boom shout out to My beautiful wife Cece Down at the farm today in the garden. She's out in the garden loving life uh, with Nick. Digging away. He's finding worms. Guy loves the garden. It's mouse awesome. House. Mouse House. Mouse I definitely like, I use leaps. Mouse House all the time on him now. He's like, yeah. and he repeats it. Like, mouse House. Mouse I'm house. like, oh, I love ah, it. He's gonna yes. uh, shout out to my w- mom, Ace. Also holding it down there at the farm. and uh, Shout out to Joel and family. We're going to try to get him hooked up and figure oh, that yeah, stuff out true. for you.
2: For sure.
3: Shout out to the Dope Magazine crew for the New baby, come on, let's do it! Shout out! Do What's it. the name of
0: your
4: shout daughter? What's your new shout name? out to my wife Lisa. She's so dope, and my daughter, <laughs> dope my, my, my seventeen-year-old do Marley, dope. and uh, Presley and Dylan. So
3: Marley and Presley, are you like trying to cover every famous musician? Got on almost all, man. <laughs> 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 Music fans. Yeah, and my kid Tupac. I mean For sure. And ba- <laughs> and Bailey the dog. And
2: baby Tupac.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and. <laughs> There we go. Less- <laughs>
5: and shout out to my darling daughter, Ginger Puckett at home. Hope you feel better, baby. And shout out to our incredible cannabis community. Thanks for all you do, folks.
3: Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week. Shout out to the Wu Tang clan too. Oh yeah, don't forget.
5: Peace.
1: <laughs> this is <a> special <laughs> We don't want you to smoke genetically
2: by factors. We want you to smoke the real thing. Sits in this the here.
5: Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensor media. Some call it lamb's bread, And some people call it ganja.
3: Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Janasa, And we are joined in the studio, as always, with Bike. Hey, back. And I call you back now, because
6: you can only see your back. No, because I am back. I wasn't here last week.
3: <laughs> That's and also back, true. And you're back. And the kid, of course. Yo yo. Oh. And uh, say, in say studio. We have Mama Puckett Hi. in the studio.
5: Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is Tara Puckett. Glad to be here with you today, Adam.
3: And uh, we're going to have some call-ins and... Yeah, Ch- we cheesecake got some lady's coming in. Cheesecake
0: this? Lady's going to call in nice. probably any minute now. I'm going to text with her. Nice. Uh, and then Get the update of all the misery in the world. The, oh, Colorado's basically going to be the worst place to be in the cannabis industry, or at
6: least be a, the a ed- edible a, industry, especially. Yeah, That's,
3: that is getting that is just ridiculous. Stop THC. Stop. Whatever you do.
6: Did you see the sign?
3: Yeah, it was terrible. My God. Terrible idea.
0: Um, and, and then, then we're going to have uh, Jim Lieberman calling. He's a certified industrial hygienist. He certifies extractors extraction he sounds facilities. Smart. Sounds he so is. Smart. He did a presentation to a group called uh, the, uh, I believe it's the Inter- American Chemical Society, and I think those guys Jesus. probably have the best parties.
6: Could you even imagine chemical parties? Yeah, I, I,
0: <laughs> If you think you've had no, a no. good batch, you don't. You that's
6: don't. a great. That's a great assumption. Right? Could you, I mean, he didn't. When I su- talked to it's him, it didn't assumption, sound
0: but but like he had it, had a lot of those sorts it, of parties. It's a total
3: assumption, though, because it's like that um, mushroom festival they have in Telluride. Yeah, and then my friends went there, and they were like, "Dude, nobody had mushrooms. We are the only ones no. with mushrooms." There. Everybody like, supposedly I've has heard, mushrooms I've, there, but you got go. heard about that? Though. And and heard about like, it's from it's George? It's all edible. I mean, they're all edible no, mushrooms, But no, they went up there, guys. I
0: mean, the right way. Supposedly, I mean,
3: they were from High Times. They were working for High Times doing a story, and they couldn't
2: find couldn't find
0: any mushrooms. That's funny. That's pretty bad. So, you know. You never know. You, you never know. know. Yeah. So Jessica's going to call in any second now and tell us all the bad news about Colorado. Great. Is uh, that Torland hippie? Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. In the boy. Oh, get ready. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely be get your ready filters. For that get point. your can get your uh, swear filters. Make sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little children should children leave
3: the room.
1: room. Mm-hmm. Hey Jessica, can I uh, rip that awesome rig that you have there? I how about I saw it the other day? I didn't
2: really get. To how about you give us all there. some
0: CBD powder? CBD. Well, sure. Is that how it's pronounced?
2: Powder. Powder.
6: You want a line or?
2: Powder. You got a dabber like two? It looks like it, it's straw.
0: It's
3: terrible smelling though so I would hate to do a line of that. It, it smells be, like, like a dabber. Like dabber. trash.
6: Someone, like someone put ammonia over garbage.
3: Yeah, it's ammonia and horse poop is what I think. Is that how they make that? But then it
6: magically it turns into, into cherries, cherries when weird. you cook yeah, it. It's weird. And no. pull it yes. into your lungs. Yes, yes, yes. Wait till you taste I'm it. I'm it's telling it. you. It's okay. mel- yeah.
1: Just because I know you guys and what you've been trying to do to me, I don't know what this is, so I'm not dabbing I'll dab it no. first. Dab I don't right. care if you'll dipsters. dab it first. No. I want to see Mitch dab it first. I want to see Mitch dab it first. No, really. This is just CBD powder. 89, 89% CBD.
6: from only 89? What's
1: does
0: Bike, what's the 11%? It, it is horse poop and horse
6: cocaine, apparently. Look at it. It's white it's powder. It's horse poop
3: it's, it's and ammonia, right?
6: <laughs> at least the, <laughs> the terpenes <laughs> from horse poop and ammonia.
0: Ammonia, right? Total horse poop. Smells and like ammonia. A it's a chemical. Yeah. Well, some horse poop has some ammonia in it. Well, it's
6: but ammonia. it tastes good? Should I try some of this? It tastes it, it, Oh, I have to know,
1: throw up
3: It tastes like a horse pooped in your mouth.
6: This is the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've all dabbed concentrates that are from have high CBD, low THC. Yeah. And they don't and all smell th- like horse poop. Th- well, listen though.
3: No, but they all hit this certain, to- that certain tone, and that this one.
6: This doesn't. is different than that.
3: Different? It still has the initial like, oh, there's CBD. You know, it's, you know it.
6: It's it's more pure CBD, less. I mean, oh, even look j- at
3: the kid. He's making a big high mess. temp, low temp. What what is this low for yeah. sure. Kid is really doing a bump off the thing. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
6: He's gonna. If you spill it, you get you snort it
3: Speed bump. Yeah, he did.
1: He spilled.
6: Oh him. yeah. He did it. Oh, my
1: God. He did he did. really just snort? I've never snorted anything in my entire life. Obviously. Oh, he did obviously. a terrible job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was a you bad just story. snort CBD yeah. off the table that smells like horse poop?
0: Yeah, that's a terrible story. You're going to have...
1: But that is proof that I've never, ever snorted anything in my entire life. I don't that know that that's proof. how you should have gone about it.
3: That's how you prove it? By snorting oh, bad stuff? Right. I had waste. a friend, I had a friend who snorted it. glitter one time. What? To prove he never snorted anything in line he was standing in line at a club. And some girl was like, hey, Cheesecake boy. lady's going to snort had, call in in a minute, not snorting. Snort, and, uh, and then he did a line, and it literally, like, he had something, like, a you know, stye that's in his of eye. eye yeah. yeah, he had a stye in his eye. It was really bad. And he squeezed it, and glitter came out. I was like, dude, Come that's, on. So, gross. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's so terrible. Yeah, it was, like, the most wrong thing you could do. Here we go. Look at that. Precision. Glitter cake lady. Pre-news. Hello there. Jessica.
0: Hello? Mark. Truck driver? Jessica, <laughs> do we have Swear,
3: you? Swear truck driver? No. Hello? She can't hear us. Jessica? She should be able to hear us now.
0: Hello? Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Do we have you on the line? She, she. can no. I, Hold on, Just let me see if I can change. Maybe they
1: changed something up here.
0: Maybe they changed something up here. <laughs> maybe yeah. they did it. I don't know how they would have come in here and done it.
1: No, I mean, it should be fine. It's saying that our... Is this the cheesecake lady? Jessica? Mm. She's
0: not talking either. Is the other weird thing Usually when people can't hear us They're like Hello, hello, hello
1: Oh, hold on, never mind I know the issue oh, Hold oh. on, I got You
0: You got me?
3: Turning it up to my headphones There you Turn- go Yo, is this Jessica?
7: Hey, what's happening?
3: All hey, hey, right, we didn't know I'm Sorry we were, about that We were just had deadline we're like, yeah. What's going on? We got her We got her Our uh, CB antenna, antenna was crooked I think that poor fucker That I just called out And I was like
7: Hey, it's Jessica And he's like So? I was like Jessica Cheesecake And he's like I don't know you And I was like Okie dokie <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good one. So
2: you're a little reluctant
7: to talk this time. You got the wrong number. Sorry, no, bro. You was, don't know me.
0: That was my bad. I gave her the wrong number. Good I mixed job. Up all the new phone Wow, numbers. that's good job. You're the normally keeps it together. I know, I know. So, Jessica, we got about half hour for you to give us all the bad news. That fits in half an hour, and I, I feel like there's at least half an hour's worth. Yeah, and I don't even, I mean, you know,
7: we're going to do our best because I am still driving through Sticksville. So, you, you know, you can hear the uh, the Glamour Mobile, and it's, it's struggle to make it up Crow Hill as I'm, as I'm talking to you right now.
2: Nice, um, struggle.
7: But what I was going to say is, you know, I will just try to recap sort of the highlights of what we've seen, which has been a lot of the things, you know, protectionism, um, misanthropic fingers pointing at people who haven't yet entered the industry, and it's you know, it's really interesting because I mean the media doesn't seem to want to cover anything interesting. You get people who are on these panels whose businesses have been busted by undercover cops selling out the back door in the last hundred days. And you know, they're having a discussion with asking about batting an eye about well, what does it take for a license to be revoked? Can, you, you, can you name
0: some names there? Who are you talking about? Because this is this is important for everyone to know.
7: I'm sorry, what was that?
0: Can, is there anyone specific you're talking about, or you're speaking in general?
7: Um, I just, well, you know, you've got the guy from Buddy Boy, and they have, what, the four and a half pounds that they sold to the undercover cop in their parking lot. Um, and that was in the last hundred days. You've got, um, you know, you've got all sorts of little, you know, other people with other infractions that are sitting there, you know, not batting an eye. But, I mean, basically the... Uh, the working group the, the listeners of your show are gonna find interesting are the um you know, the production management, which is where they talk about how many plant counts are the state really overall gonna allow before they're saying, Hey, we're maxed on capacity and we're not gonna allow another plant. Um and that's you know, that's a pretty interesting discussion that the state that, is having. Now that's within the state um, or that's within the facility.
0: They're gonna say at some point there are too many plants in Colorado, no more.
7: Basically, yeah, so licensees are going to be, um, you know, plant count caps are going to be set. And so that, you know, the working group that worked on that had quite a few in- industry members. And some of the interesting ideas that industry members had were that, you know, newcomers who didn't already have a license, need to have a letter of intent from a business saying that they would buy that person's marijuana. Right, unseen before they even had grown a single crop. So, basically, you know, another layer of protectionism for the existing businesses. Right. Um, they wanted for the med to go kind of door to door private citizens to make sure they weren't holding too much volume. And they want the med to set a cap on how much volume, which, you know, is essentially prevented by the Constitution, um, on how much volume a private citizen can grow on their six plant and their rec grow. So, you know, it was, it was pretty interesting to see some of the opinions um, that industry had. But right now, um, industry has a 10,200 plant count tax for each um, owner or license. And they want that to be, you know, that each owner can have multiple, multiple licenses with, you know, 10,200 plants, but almost R.J. Reynolds-like number of plants at the same time, they're worried about you know you having the volume of your six plants in your house really cutting into the profit margin. So now
0: let's go back to that. Are you saying that that they're they're discussing sending the men? I mean,
7: obviously some of the stuff they're propose- the industry members on these panel they're proposing is unconstitutional, right? And would not fly under law. But you know this is what the people you're supporting when you buy from a shop. Wow.
0: So so now, just, just to recover, they're, they're talking about sending the med into private homes to make sure that you haven't exceeded your, you know, two ounces from your six plants. Is that, is that what you're saying? Basically, yes. Yeah, they
7: they don't want you to be, you know, hoarding, even though the Constitution says you can keep
5: whatever you grow out
7: of your six plants as long as you keep it in your house, you can't travel around with more than an ounce. But you can keep the rest of it all in your house until you're done using it all.
0: Right.
7: And And so it's like we have. I mean, I mean, the thing that I heard that was so beyond. I mean, I haven't even touched on yesterday's edibles conversation. When I get to that, the level of insane state state collusion was unconstitutional. I mean, God, yesterday's meeting was so in violation of the state constitution, it was off the fucking hook.
0: So there's definitely been a lot of talk about that. I know the one thing I saw you posted yesterday was um, the equivalencies, where they said, like, well, the average weed is 17%, and the average concentrate is whatever, 65%, they said, and the average edible is, I forget what they said, and therefore one edible is equal to this much herb is equal to this much weight in concentrates. Right. So can you, can you... can you go over how they arrived at those numbers? Because that—did they just pull them out of thin air? Is that basically where that came from?
7: Um, basically, the state thing about a study was just done by some state doctors for dosaging information purposes, and not to set this—you know, not to set this standard for how much you could carry. And what the state wants to say is how much a standard could be set in a sale is a lot lower than the equivalency set from that, um, you know, data there anyway. So, you know, like they were like, well, this is the data, but we don't really like this data because we don't want you to have 434 edibles. So fuck this data, 80 edibles maybe, or maybe 10 edibles, but we can't make up our mind. I mean, I will say that out of the four meetings that I've already, the five meetings that I've already gone to, there was not one consensus based decision made that changed the wording of any law. There was a lot of discussion when things got to push the shove, the state just sort of moved on to the next subject and never put anything to a vote from the people on the panels whatsoever, nor did anything like really get into any good debate about like, I mean, Nothing was decided. A lot of talk was done. But I, I mean, you know, I mean, maybe that's good and maybe that's bad. Maybe, you know, it's okay. It's good for us. Nothing has been set in stone. But I think it's pretty concerning that out of, like, the, the meeting about, um, you know, financial investment, at the end of the meeting, Louis Kosky was perfectly willing to let Christian Peterberg. Taylor writes all the rules that he liked and wanted to write and submit them, and then the state will use what they like out of that. And it's, the whole point of these meetings is to be not in violation of the Colorado Sunshine Law, where state officials are writing stuff in a bathroom with a lobbyist. Right. So,
2: you
7: know, I mean, this is pretty concerning stuff. That The meeting basically ended with no consensus about what was going to be right or wrong, and a lawyer being allowed to keep custom write whatever he wants for the state in the back room you know and it's just this isn't this is exactly what's wrong with the state and with the industry and I don't think it's just the industry I think it's the state This is how the state operates you know once once you start to look at things it's really interesting to see how the state operates but um, you know the meetings that were discussing um, enforcement kept just acting like nit- Metric handles everything, and Metric, you know, handles all this weight. You know, the guy who has the four pounds of a missing other back door is in this panel, you know, where they're claiming that Metric is the, the end all be all of law enforcement, and therefore they should be able to take a semi truck from one end of the state to the other for we Which I will say straight up, I don't have any fucking problem with that.
1: Yes, there That's, it is. There, there, there she is. it is. Yeah. I was
7: waiting for that. <laughs> That's the first but, curse you know, I've heard of I it. Mean, it's very interesting what, um, you know. I mean, you've got a cop sitting. I mean, but basically, you know, half the conversation is cops on the panel want to fucking put the cow back in the barn, and the rest of the industry's already finished the burger. You know, so it's like it's it's so ridiculous. You know, the level of like uninformedness. I mean, I just I just find it disappointing that the people on these panels two-thirds of them don't even speak at all. They just sit there and they're like, I'm going to put on my resume that I was on this panel. Sure. But, like, they don't speak, they don't contribute, they're not prepared, and they don't really even know what's being discussed. And then the people who do know what's being discussed, you know, drive the line in conversation. And, you know, that's fine. I mean, that, that's good. At least they know what they're talking about. But it's pretty obvious that industry wants to push... The caregiver even further back on appeal, you know, they want to push the private home grower, you know, completely out of the industry with zoning laws. Um, You know, I thought it was very interesting. In one of the meetings I went to, there was a county commissioner on the panel, and he talked about how CCI, the the group that I cited when I was on the show last, when he goes to their county awareness meetings, there is definitely a push for there to be fewer and fewer counties allowing local marijuana businesses. So that, that just, that's a, you know, an industry driven thing to some extent. I mean, that CCI links directly to the Med webpage. And, um, you know, it's very interesting when you go to their website and start reading what their agenda is. It's, it's all, you know, restrict local growth zoning laws. And, you know, briefly the lines on that, that says.
2: Jessica, Jessica, if
0: I can interrupt you for one sec, do you have your, is there a window you can close or can you, uh, lower the, the fan in the vehicle? Oh, it sounds a lot better now, whatever oh, you just yeah, did. yeah, now
2: it sounds great. Um, oh, no, now
7: difference between struggling up a hill and going down a valley. Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, no worries. Okay, no, I am in the world's shittiest car and I don't have air conditioning
1: in the
0: hot out, so. No, I'll do
7: it.
1: That's okay. Yeah,
7: you okay. just take
3: the doors that's off. That's a Colorado air conditioner, right? <laughs> take your doors off.
7: So you know, um, one of the guys that I met when I was visiting at your show showed me some interesting engineering options. You know, now I'm getting blasted past by a semi. Nothing I can do about that. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's the politics if you can hear me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, you know, there's been meetings about how many plants can the state really sustainably grow. There's been meetings about um, how are we going to let out-of-state investors come in and flood the market with their money, and it's very restrictive and it's very selective and it's very exclusive the way they're doing it. But I don't really have a problem with it, except for all the same players who are sitting at the table now saying they need out-of-state money are the exact same players who said you had to be a resident of the state of Colorado and then burned up their investor money and now they want more money after they used their rule writing opportunity to push all the other baby birds who couldn't get money out of the nest, so now they want out-of-state money to buy up. the so basically, the mom and pop that their are rule making killed in the past couple of years. And I mean, that's been their objective, but it's just so un you know unvarnishedly out in the open. It's pretty disgusting. I and mean, I apologize for the for the downshifting, but now we're going. To you know, this, this is this is the 285 um, engine struggle. So, so right you're
0: you're on your way to another session right now, is that correct?
7: Yeah, I'm on the way to the final session right now, and it's the final working group about the plant caps for the state. It's in Golden on West Colfax at the Gaming Commission, if people want to head out there and check it out in person. Um, you know, and then you are allowed to make public comments about what's going on. So, has there um, been
0: anyone else other than you making any public comments? That's, of course, the question I got to ask. What's your question? Uh, did has anyone else making has anyone else shown up to observe or make public comments, or you've been sort of like? Oh yeah, no. There's, I mean, all it? the lobbyists who
7: are on the other panels are there to make public comments about the panels they didn't get to be on. Sure. So I say eighty-five percent of the audience is people who are on panels for people who work for people who are on the panel, for people who are, like, I mean, like, there's definitely lobbyist lobbyists from MIG, there's lobbyist lobbyists from C4, um, you know, they're at every every one of these things, uh, Sean McAllister's office is unwell represented, um, you know, I mean, there's been people who are there for good and people who are there for their own agenda and, you know, for the most part there have been some interesting comments from the public um, There, ha- I don't think there's an- anyone besides me who's just there as a private consumer to say hey um, what you're doing is illegal and you need some accountability I mean yesterday's meeting about edibles um, you know we were there to discuss H HB whatever 14, 1366 which is a bill that applies to recreational marijuana uh-huh. and Colorado is what's known as a single rule state, which means any bill that's written can only address single constitutional subject at a time or a single issue at a time, which means you cannot write a bill that covers both medical marijuana and recreational marijuana in the same bill. It has to be written. You can write the exact same bill and talk the word marijuana, medical, or marijuana recreational into the bill, but you can't have one bill that covers both. So we show up for a meeting yesterday to discuss a recreational bill, and on the very first page of the intro of the working group stuff that the POR presents that they want the people to discuss, DOR to the Department of Revenue, it says that they want to overlay this bill onto medical marijuana with no statutory basis. Now... I know that the state is a single rule state. I don't expect the lay people who are representing the industry on the panel to know that kind of minutiae. But I do expect Barbara Gold, who works for the Department of Revenue, to know that, to know better than to put that on her, um, you know, on her information. So basically, she's bringing the subject to the forefront. We've got all these doctors and all these hand-wringing mommies on this panel, saying it has to cover medical, you know, it has to cover medical, it has to cover medical, and nobody, nobody on the channel from the state. You've got a representative, the governor's office, you've got three representatives of the Department of Revenue and Enforcement, you've got, the, the governor's office has a district attorney on there, you've got Tom Raines, who's I think also a district attorney, and Tom Raines objected, but he didn't bring up that his objection was the single subject rule, he just objected to, you know, sending it to medical without legislative mandate, which basically at least knows that shows that he knows what he's talking about, but he's the top cop on this panel. So when the only other person besides me in the room is like saying, hey, you can't do this, this isn't legal, is a cop, it's pretty seriously fucked up. And, you know, nobody caught this until finally in the public comment, I was like, you guys have to strike everything from the record of what you did today because you violated the state constitution on single-project rule. And Barbara Grohl should be well aware of this. So and if, if the governor's re- representative on the panel isn't aware of this and the state? representative of the entire Department of Revenue isn't aware of this, we have a serious problem.
0: So how did they respond to that? Do they acknowledge it or are they just kind of
7: brush? Oh, it Oh, no, no. I mean, you know, basically at that point I'm one of the last speakers. The media covered this story by basically saying, Edibles will have a stop sign, you know. And in my commentary I pointed out, All the state did was just design Hot Topics must-have 2016 t-shirt for teenagers, you know, Um, because that stop THC stop sign is going to be exploited as fuck. I'm already thinking about making a hat pin that shows it, you know, just for fucking shits and giggles. It's, so, like, a, it's like
3: kids wearing dare shirts now, you know what I mean? It's like, come on, those are so so are so in
1: right now. Like, if oh, you have a yeah. dare shirt, you're because hot. Yeah, dare it's like, shirts is, totally, yeah. it's, uh, But now everybody's even doing their
7: own spin of, oh, of the dare shirt,
3: which yes. is, yeah, yeah, it'll be the same thing. Or run DMC. Exactly. I mean, you
7: know, it's going to be exploited. It's going to be augmented. It's going to be photoshopped into a hundred things. And, you know, basically the other part of that is red dye, number 40, is a toxic carcinogen. And that was brought up in the discussion yesterday. But the state said that the, the, the high value of the, of the color red exceeds the risk of exposing people to a toxic carcinogen. No. Obviously, oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. It's so much more important that we put a good value of warning on something than we that would protect people from carcinogens. By the way, we should illegally overlay this on medical on medical people who might have cancer and shit. Fucking awesome. Um, So you know, I mean, it was definitely an interesting meeting yesterday. Um, You can't get anyone in the media to talk about what's going on with corruption. In the meeting about financial enrichment. You know, the state openly discussed and admitted that when there's a bad player, they force them to sell their business, which basically means the state actively has now admitted on the record that they're committing a felony because according to federal law, if you allow a profit to be made by illegal activity, which is only illegal here in the state of Colorado, so it wouldn't be violating federal law otherwise, If the state participates in allowing that illegal activity, sorry, here comes that fucking semi again. Um, So basically, when the state takes a cut of profit and takes the $2,000 transfer fee for allowing somebody who broke the law to profit by selling their business to That's a felony on two pounds. And it's a pretty serious problem. And the state is now on the record admitting this. But if you try to have somebody from the media just want to have a discussion about that, they're just like completely closed-minded. It doesn't fit the mold of the story soundbite that says edibles are dangerous. I mean, we had people on the panel, you know, okay, yesterday the panel banned the use of the word candy on any packaging or labeling because it's not candy, it's drugs that are being sold. And so I'd just like to say I would love for people in the industry to start calling their new products yum-yum drug because yeah. You, yeah. Know, I, I, and you know uh, and that I, um, me insane because
1: with with any other hold on let me put my headphones on so i can hear what i sound like i can't uh, i can't hear
7: this is this the kid yeah can nah, you, you, can, you hear, hear
1: him. can you hear me now
7: she should be able to hear me now
1: yeah can, yeah that's much better cool um so it, that that drives me absolutely crazy because we are still the only industry that is asked to do things of that nature. I mean,
0: how how many... There there are definitely hard liquor lollipops called as much in the liquor store around the corner from my house.
7: I mean... I'm aware of at least two different promotions that I've heard on the radio from a car dealership and from a radio station where they had free twisted creams ice cream where you could bring your kids, drive to a location and get ice cream with litter in it for free. And then drive so, home and then have to, uh, have uh, that to be uh, for time. Right. And, 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 and then
1: have that implied message that, oh, you have to also drive home after this because how else are you gonna get home? So so right. All right. On that note, we do have to wrap it up for today, Jessica, but we
0: want to bring you back on and wish you luck on today's mission uh, to at least keep the bastards honest. Um, and next week we're going gonna... to... If
7: the jackass is in the meeting, I'm going to say anything truly egregious. I'll, I'll come over to your live stream and uh, report that. You all. Perfect. And uh, I will come back next week and recap all of this. You know, this is, I mean, honestly, this is just like my short version of what I want to tell you about what's gone on in the last several days. But, you know, I'm driving. Um, and, uh, yeah, nobody can, I mean, I can't hear you guys for shit. I'm just doing my best to wing it and kind of tell you what's happened. Did
6: good you good did, a good, yeah, did a good job.
7: You did a good job. Great job. You did a great
1: job. Come on in next week and, and catch us up to date on everything that you wanted to get
7: across, for sure. Well, today's meeting should have a lot of interesting information about plant counts and with, um, you know, with breeding being so plant count dependent. Well, and,
1: you I'm know, sure. that's, that's, and that's starting to change even – I'm really excited to hear how that meeting goes today because now with everybody uh, trying to do seed production – That whole thing's changing now because now they're starting to say, well, a pack of seeds is one plant towards your plant count, but a pack of seeds can be however many seeds you want it to be. But if you sell them on a MIP, you could just be able to sell them as infused products or a salad whatever so I'm excited to see how that plant count hearing goes. Well so my
7: feeling is that a mixed grow should be able to produce these and sell them as a nutritional fucking supplement. Exactly. Alright so exactly. Jessica Sweet we're water. gonna
0: switch off. We have our next guest calling in and we will catch up with you next week.
7: Awesome.
0: Awesome you Thank guys you. have a great week. You too enjoy, enjoy safe. yourself.
2: Alright,
0: later Welcome Bye. Bye. to the Adam Done Show. This This is Jim Lieberman. How are you doing today? Jim, great. Thanks for calling in. We're going to do our shout-outs real quick, pay some bills. I'm going to intro you, and we will bring in your segment in just a moment here. Right on time. Sounds good. All righty. Ready to pay some bills? He obviously doesn't know us because he's right on time. Yeah, exactly.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, his phone number It gave me a recording like four times.
0: Uh, I think I gave you the wrong number first, but we got it squared away. Uh, Of course, big, big shout-out to all of our sponsors first. Way to grow. Uh, Colorado's number one provider for grow equipment, grow consumables, grow anything. Extraction equipment, too. Oh, yeah, extraction equipment, oh, too. Awesome. Uh, and that's all avail- available at the South Platte River facility. 1051 South Platte River. Nice. That's, that's your favorite. Uh, that's my favorite. That's why I even know the number. That's yeah. Cause you, you throw it in your GPS and it just takes you there. Right there. No, you know no, how to. No, get I there. actually
3: know how to get there by right now. Um, but they have seven
1: locations everywhere in the all state. All over the
3: state, so, so you can uh, if you're up in you go to the kids' favorite shop up there at Gun there. Barrel. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. And they got the candy on Oh, lock. the candy. It's all about the candy.
6: candy.
0: The candy. What's your favorite candy. shop, Mike? Hey, kid, you really like giving up people's phone numbers it's on the You know
6: that. Where is it? It's all right off I-25. I can see the sign right. Oh, the 58th Street. One. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's the one I used to see
3: I, before I knew that they had uh, eight or seven shops or whatever. That was the only one I knew. I
6: just assumed they were only show up in town for a while because it seemed like every time you turn around, there's a Way to Grow sign. Ooh. Absolutely.
0: And this year, they're doing a monthly sale on some of Adam's favorite lights, the Gavitas. Yes. It's a Gavita blowout at Way to blowout. Grow. Blowout. Uh, and you can stop at any of the seven locations or go to waytogrow.net to find out more info. And if you go there, uh, of course, when you check out, say, Adam Dunshow is your account, you'll get the best best discount you can possibly get. 25% off at least. Of course, big shout out to two Incredibles edibles. Colorado's number one edible, both medical and recreational. Uh, they do it all. They got uh, the Affogato bar there is uh, 300 milligrams of uh, what is it? vanilla latte, espresso beans, and caramel swirl. They got the uh, Monkey Bar. That's uh, your coconut chocolate with your bananas and your walnuts. It's my personal favorite. Uh, the Makiba bar, if you're a little more active. Of course, the Fireberry bar. Uh, habanero, raspberry, so delicious. Uh, you can check them out at pretty much Every decent dispensary. These are all yum, yum yum better. drug bars, right? Yeah, they're all um, yum, yum yum drug bars. These are not candies. <laughs> <laughs> These <laughs> are you you say the yum, yum yum drug bars. Yum yum drug bars. bars. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, get your
1: hands on one of the afgados, or I mean, I wish. That and and, of, course big, a and, and
0: sure. of course, big big yeah. shout yeah. out. Of course, big big shout out to Dark Horse Genetics, uh Headed out to
3: Seattle, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, they're going out there representing.
0: So they're going to be at the Dark Horse store in Seattle. Where no, they're going to be
3: at the Hemp Fest.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, this weekend. Well, if you're going to stop by and see them at the Hemp Fest, you can stop by the store and buy weed from a vending machine because who doesn't want to do that? I want to do that. Something Bike you have to, to do. do, do. I you do have that. to do that in your life. And post it on Instagram and tag them. Also, uh, don't forget to go to darkhorsegenetics.com, check out the seed drops, and sign up
1: for the app as well. And keep an eye on their, their website. There may be some some new things oh. coming on board oh. there. Possibly. So just keep an eye out. There may be a couple things. Couple things, things. There. Mr. You're vague. There. What's up, vagueness what's up Vaguey. Vinnie vagueness, oh. vagueness.
0: <laughs> Big, big shout out to Build a Soil. Uh, brought us last week's amazing episode on no-till gardening. Oh, I watched the Japanese guy. It was pretty dope. What Japanese guy? Japanese The guy he was talking about.
3: Oh, oh yeah, Masanobu Fukuoka. He's cool the man. man. That guy's awesome. He's the man. Yeah, 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 He's just yelling at all these people. You do everything
2: wrong. Yeah. He, <laughs> you're <laughs> working <wrong>. too much. <laughs> doing
0: too much. Uh, yeah, buildthesoil.com. Jeremy actually posted, if you scroll down, Ryan, I think he posted the video. Maybe it's in the blog. Scroll up. I'm not sure where it is. He scroll definitely posted. Down. Scroll sideways. Scroll sideways. <laughs> uh, he posted the video. Yeah, go to blog. There you go. Uh, he posted the video of him there it is. doing the no-till. He put on a GoPro G- Go and set up his whole container. It's everything he talked about in last week's episode. And then he's going to bring us next week's episode, two, where we're going to talk about nitrogen for two and a half hours and try to put the kid completely to sleep. Oh, it'll knock him down. That's going to knock him out. That's,
2: That's yeah, hopefully going to be out. a total KO it'll to schedule to
1: not be here, then.
2: <laughs> <You're saying
0: laughs> Nitrogen's important, buddy. Come on, kid. You're not interested in the nitrogen? No, I am. I'm ready. No? I'm ready. Not okay. until he doesn't have any, and then all
3: of a sudden he's I'm
1: really ready. Yeah, I'm ready, to learn. Okay.
3: we play yellow?
0: And then big, big shout-out, of course, to Elite <laughs> Cannabis, uh, Mary's Medicinals, uh, Mary's Nutritionals.com, Mary's Pet Shop.com. As Bike knows, we get asked for CBD
6: a lot. People want to know where they can get it. They can get it right at uh, Mary's Nutritionals, Mary's Medicinals.com. Mary's, Mary's, Nutritionals, Nutritionals.com. Mary's Nutritionals.com. You can
0: order CBD patches, gel pens, compound, right off the, the internet. The Remedy. Right oh. off remedy Interweb. Oil. Interweb. And it's it's real. I mean, we wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't. Well, it's the all real made deal. here locally too, which is awesome. And it's, so it's grown smart. on a farm no, that yeah. you know, right here in Loveland, Colorado. Organic products uh, going into its uh, cultivation, and uh, I believe actually uh, Jim and at least the guy who introduced me to Jim has been doing some work on uh, helping engineer their facility too. Nice. So we can segue back to our guest here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and introduce him. Uh, Jim Lieberman is a certified industrial hygienist. He has a B.S. degree in chemistry from the University of Richmond. He has an MBA from the University of Colorado. He founded and leads THC Safety and serves uh, clients as a senior environmental safety and compliance professional. He was a manager for Array Biopharma, a Colorado-based drug discovery company and provides industrial hygiene support to government and corporations. He's the author of two books, A Practical Guide for Hazardous Waste Management, Administration, and Compliance, and The Business of Environmental Health and Safety Management, and has served as an expert witness in national cases. He was honored by Colorado Mountain College in 1984 with an award for Instructor of the Year, and in 2009, he was honored by American Industrial Hygiene Society, Rocky Mountain Section. As Industrial Hygienist of the Year, we want to welcome James Lieberman, CIH, to the show.
8: Mitch, thank you for the introduction.
0: Good job, That Mitch. was the best that's introduction, introduction like the most credentials Mitch has ever done. Oh, he emailed it to me, but I didn't put uh, that together. He didn't remember yeah, that. that's his bio. I was going because yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that's like the best. That that's how an introduction is done. I know. Yeah. No one it. yeah. That's Usually where... it's like, this guy,
0: and then that's it. <laughs> Introduce yourself.
1: So, uh, uh,
0: obviously, you've, you're working in the cannabis sector now, and you have, we'll cut right into it. You have on your, your website, thc-safety.com, which everyone can go check out. Uh, Some cool materials. You're on another radio show that's not as cool as ours. But also, you (laughs) you spoke at a conference that sounds like they have really great drugs, and we could be wrong. And that was the American Chemical Society, I believe? That was correct. Uh, Back in March, the American Chemical
8: Society had their annual convention in Denver, uh, and they had a uh, presentation, a sexual presentation, on the cannabis industry, which was very, very interesting.
6: Oh, the after parties at those conferences.
0: Yeah, how are the after parties?
8: Uh, After parties were were not actually too bad. It was on the 16th floor of a high rise and had a beautiful view of Denver. uh, And I had my preferred uh, bourbon and water, so that was pretty good.
0: I think we're picturing something a little different than what they were, but that's fine. That's fine. (laughs) So, um, I I watched your presentation, and I got to say, my first question is because I I was was walking my daughter in her stroller, I was listening to it. I, I didn't see if there were visuals. Uh, but you discussed determining an occupational exposure limit for thc so some amount of thc that you could be exposed to in the the processing or cultivation phases that uh would be above a a safe limit so can you you tell us what that limit is well i gotta know
8: Mm, actually i can't tell you what that limit is uh, exactly because uh there's a product that i made it's called a Recommended Occupational Exposure Limit. It's a 15, 16-page technical document that goes over the basis for that uh, airborne concentration. Uh, And it is uh, for companies to purchase. It's In fact, it's it's $595 to purchase it. And I was going to give your listeners a discount well, Two hundred dollars. Well, that's a hell of a hookup. We'll definitely so do that. in with, when when uh, you buy this document, you agree not to uh, to release the actual number because the number is predicated on on uh, many other things. So uh, it, that's why.
0: So. Uh... I mean, we're, I'm going to go ahead and take a stab that you could have Infinity THC in your body. Mike, is that what you would think, that you could have Infinity THC in your body mm. before it was a hazard? Before it was a hazard? Well, you no. have to replace uh, enough cells in your body. Right, you'd run out good. of other things. <laughs> be like,
8: hey. Let's talk about the different levels. And, by the way, um, are you hearing me clear? There's a little feedback on my end. But am I coming... Clear through, uh, for you and your
2: listeners. If you actually,
0: yeah. if you, if you uh, move a little further back from your phone or hold the phone a little further from your mouth, I think you'll be crystal clear right now.
2: Okay, oh, that's that. much
0: better. That's much better.
8: Okay, good. So, um, there, we're going to go through different levels. Uh, the first level is what we call the no-al, the no uh, effect level, um, and then you go to the lowest effect level, and the, that level is around five for a dose um, is about five milligrams for standard humans, standard humans about 70, mil, uh, 70 kilograms.
0: Now, And then
8: to- you go to a dose that people would actually like to you know, to have, which is significantly more than that if they want to have a, a high or buzz. That's usually in the neighborhood of thresholds
0: starting at about
8: 20 milligrams and going up to somewhere around 40 or 50 for comfort. Go ahead.
0: So my question there is, in in an occupational setting, because you know we've seen at least with the persistent metabolites, right? Like that can vary a lot based on individual usage. So you know uh, a five milligram edible might completely effective on someone who is just visiting town, hasn't smoked weed in 20 years, but you know, five milligram edible, I feel like I, I had a bunch of those and I I don't notice it. So is it well, having an imperceptible effect on me or is it individualized like that?
8: It's, let's go over some of that. It's pretty individualized. Number one, um, THC, of course, is lipid soluble, meaning it, it's, it it's dissolves in oils or fats. So if someone... Um, is a bit bigger and has been smoking or eating um, and has accumulated uh, some THC, they'll probably have a a body burden already. Somebody who's thinner and um, has not been uh, enjoying uh, uh, cannabis products probably won't. So they're starting from different baseline places. Uh, But... Let's talk about inhalation first. So, there's, in industrial hygiene, there's routes of entry. Uh, one is, of course, inhalation. There's ingestion, there's injection, and other ways of getting uh, stuff in you patches that's dermal. But uh, in inhalation, uh, what you see is when someone, let's say, smokes a JA, that's between roughly half a gram half of them and a gram of marijuana somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, they have a spike uh, in their blood uh, THC levels that happens fairly quickly. It happens, oh, probably in the first five minutes or so when when they uh, smoke. And that lasts, at least the spike lasts for somewhere around 20 minutes to an hour, depending on things. Of course, you know, there's different... Uh, strengths of marijuana, and uh, that doesn't mean that the marijuana is out of their system necessarily. It just means that it's peaked, uh, and then it's on it, you know, on its way down. Whereas when you eat something, when you uh, when your route of entry is ingestion, uh, you see a much slower rate. It takes sixty to ninety minutes usually for uh, the person to absorb the, the dose and then the uh, the actual blood kC level uh, takes quite a long time to peak usually in somewhere from four and six hours to peak and then come back down so it's a it's a slower um, process and it doesn't spike like it does when you uh, when you smoke so it's a much smoother quote unquote smoother curve than one that's really jagged so we
3: all know that yeah sometimes it doesn't even kick into the next day that's usually that's my, my problem with edibles so we all yeah know that.
8: edibles uh yeah edibles are uh and uh, the, the, the things to think about at least the things that that I needed to research when I was creating the recommended occupational exposure limit was uh the state has adopted um five nanograms, um as a, of THC and whole blood um, per liter as a, a, a limit. So uh, what I wanted to do is make sure that people were, that were working in marijuana facilities, when they left work, uh, they would not be uh, overexposed and thus be susceptible to getting a ticket DUI for you know, leaving work when they were handling material.
0: So I got a question. So, I mean, obviously you know delta 9 thc the decarboxylated form of thc that could get in your bloodstream and and actually intoxicate you uh isn't isn't formed until the thc acid in the raw plant that everyone's handling is is decarbed is that is that some part that's accounted for in there or is that that is absolutely correct and that is absolutely why uh it was
8: it's uh, more challenging to do the the extract uh, r o e l so yes um the there is some of course active thc in the extract
0: of course and in the, in the raw plant uh, as too. it's
8: coming out of the plant but there's a substantial amount that's in the acid form that's it's not available that doesn't readily uh convert and you know is not psychoactive um, and it, so it it's really dependent on how much the material is de- decarboxylated <laughs> And most of it, uh, when you do an extract, it is not uh, decarboxylated as it comes out the extract. Of course, the next processing uh, step is to heat it and decarboxylate it. So, again, it depends on where you are in the process.
0: And so, I mean, theoretically, these occupational exposure limits are are gonna keep people from, from, like you said, being affected from handling cannabis all day long. I mean, is there is, there, is that a real valid concern that that would happen within an, an eight-hour shift of handling cannabis, even even unprotected?
8: Oh, absolutely. Um, I've done it, monitorings at um, facilities that handle uh, the plant matter, and it's, um, the plant matter is, uh, it's believe it or not, it's not the uh, THC necessarily. Uh, that is the the prime component that we're uh, at, but the the dust from the the marijuana or cannabis plant um,
0: can be uh, an irritant,
8: and uh, there and I did describe. Oh, I've definitely uh, seen it.
0: Oh, any of us can, has, has trimmed canadander. Well, I think it's talking about <laughs> like, uh, just the resin that flies around when you yeah. trim. Yeah, yeah, that stuff can definitely burn your eye. Well, it depends on the uh, certain strains are more specific that yeah.
3: Like some strains just burn everything, you know. And other stranger
0: nothing to them. Is that is oh, that what yeah. you're referring to, Jim?
8: I am referring to uh, to there's a lot more than that. There's uh, some people have I uh, have a an allergic reaction. Um, it's not like they're life and death necessarily, which is great. But um, they do have a physical physical effect from it and um, and when you look at Occupational exposure limits, you want to make sure the worker's not yeah, in pain or uh, or can't do his job because his nose is running all day or whatever. So there's different effects on different people. But, yes, that is one of them.
1: I mean, I've seen gardeners that... Well, we know
0: the beasel. Like, it does it to me, too. That we have a certain strain that when you trim it, you just get hives and you get
1: itchy. Yep. <laughs> or, I mean, even if you just touch your face, your eyes burn. Or, But, I mean, I've known gardeners that have to wear full face masks they have to wear like full you know uh, like respirator masks not just the white painter's mask but like a respirator mask with filters because they can't be around the pollen because they, they're they allergic to it
3: yeah i think if you're exposed too much you sometimes certain people just get it you know what i mean where you're like oh no <laughs> my worst fear has arised you know can't be around And certain certain times like also like i notice
1: fifth and sixth week, which really active, you know?
3: Yeah. And it's really, like, stingy at that point. Okay. And then later, it kind of mellows out again. It's <laughs> That's like the
1: worst, because you don't even think about it, and you, you're you in the garden, and then you, you literally just go to itch your eye. Like, just your eye is an itch. You go to itch your eye, and then after that, you're just... like you got maced. Yeah. It seriously feels like that. <laughs> and you go to, then you go to wipe it away, and you're like, no, I just touched him again. Yeah, and it's nice. now I, it's both my eyes. But it's crazy how something like that can cause certain people hives on... From a certain strain or a certain type of resin, I would assume that has a certain quality so that causes that.
0: To me, what I think is crazy is that. We, so we're all talking about this one common, more or less benign thing that we deal with. But as, but a, as an as an <laughs> occupational safety expert, I mean, are there concerns about working in a t shirt under those lights all day every day?
8: Good question. And um, I I have done some evaluation of the UV and. Uh, it, it is fairly intense. Um, unfortunately, I don't have good, I, I can't answer you as, as scientifically as I would like, but I would say that it's like uh, people working in what we call a biological safety cabinet with a UV light. So UVB um, UV, the problem? Or which, which yeah, yeah, it's like, like, like going to be the beach. And lotion? <laughs> yeah. Technically, but right?
1: I mean, you should be, right? Yeah.
8: That's technically correct. But, we don't but really for me. Tan. I'm not tan. <laughs> no, because
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's not like enough. It's not like you're sitting under uh, sitting under a light directly for a few hours, but you're around all of these UV rays that your body is absorbing just like it would sunlight, so well, you should technically wear.
3: And I always think more about eye safety more than, than skin safety in that situation. Yeah. Because it seems that, that you definitely know you get blinded. All right, let's let
0: the safety guy tell us about it. Well, yeah. that's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody in this room is anyone I would trust about telling me about safety. <laughs> hey, hey, let me hey, tell uh, you Neither about Pointy safety. Bikerson over here, <laughs> nor I crashed four cars. Jim, how many cars have you crashed? Like, none? So I definitely, it, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You're, we're
8: really looking at the eye safety because, um, you know, too much UV uh, is, it's like when you go to the beach and you get kind of sunblind, you, you, you've been looking at this glare all day, and, um, you know, obviously your your eyes will recover, but you can get red and uh, stingy and irritated and depending on the dose. So uh, some kind of way to, to knock out some of the UV. Uh, if you're going to be, you know, working in that environment all day long, would be, I would think, would be a really good idea. I would suggest that. Yes. Now, if you're only going to be in there for fifteen, twenty minutes at a time, you know, once in a while, it's not that big a deal. Just like it's very analogous to go into the beach, or if you're going to go skiing uh, with the glare off the snow, uh, you know, everyone has is, is, is experienced that too. If you uh, if you don't have any eye protection. You're gonna be. You're gonna have some sore eyes.
3: It's Colorado stuff,
1: right there. Colorado <laughs> problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wake up in the morning, yeah, and it just snowed, and you're like, ah, oh. yeah, it hurts my it's eyes. Weird because it, doesn't, it doesn't.
3: affect you right away. It's kind of like you get just far enough down the road that you realize, uh, oh shit, so I can't actually right. see while yeah. I'm driving. This I going to open my. And eyes. you're like, fuck it, just keep driving. I don't care. So safety, schmafety. <laughs> talking on,
0: on on garden side because I do. I want to go in depth about extraction side safety because that's obviously huge. Um, but on garden side, so, I mean, we talked about the, the risks in the pollen potentially or in, in the dust, rather, uh, and, and the light. What about exposure first to fertilizers uh, in, in the normal course of process?
8: Well, let me change channels a little bit and come back to fertilizer because I think during certain stages, there's more hazards than others. And more facilities have different hazards. So let me go with those. So for cultivation... Um, If you've run a really good facility and you've got no mold, no uh, sport generation, uh, then you'll have less hazards when you go harvest. But even so, uh, you'd want some kind of respiratory protection for the workers that are harvesting, because that's when we kick up the most dust,
5: and uh, I mean,
8: for that type of material. And especially if. it's been a fairly wet environment, not well controlled, and there is there is mold, you're gonna kick up a lot of spores. So um, that would be one of the hazards, and again, um, cleanliness is mixed to godliness, people who, who have better control over that are gonna have less of a hazard for, uh, for mold spores. <clears throat> now, uh, get back to your fertilizer. Um, depending on what you use, but let's take a look at a mechanical oil. That's what, uh, well, that's uh, not a fertilizer, like a, a herbicide or pesticide. Oh, a I definitely pesticides. want to get, I, w- I want to move to pesticides. But the the I, fertilizers, I are the nitrogen-based fertilizers and the potassium-based fertilizers, if, uh, you should use them intelligently. Once they're in solution, uh, unless you really get a substantial splash, you shouldn't be much of a problem. The dust, from those are a bit caustic, uh, so if you if you're mixing up your own fertilizer solution uh, using uh, the solid uh, potash and stuff like that, uh, you you want to protect your eyes and your respiratory system so you don't get irritated from it.
0: Now what if um, you, now what about uh, and I, I I know a personal anecdotal story from from someone I've met, uh, but using organics I've I've seen. You know, we we all think of organics as benign, but I, I know this guy who was working out on a farm, and he got a cut in his hand, and he got some guano in the cut, and just kept on working, and it, his body became septic, and he ended up having to get a skin graft on most of one of his legs uh, as a result of this. Wait, what? Heard, for real? Yeah, happy. Hydro like. for you from now on, right? Yeah, and like that's it. <laughs> Three part.
1: But no, I was like, really? He just just from getting some basic back guano into I mean, a he did. He hand, was
0: living out on a farm in Cali, well, ba- he didn't have farming. Bats are good, pretty toxic. Yeah, yeah bats are toxic animals. No, they're just toxic in yeah, general.
1: Right, but you don't think something like it's a toxic that. Poop. I mean, I get you. If you <laughs> had like a yeah. big open wound that you get, like yeah, you just yeah. got a little cut on your hand, and then you get some guano. You would never think that. Or
0: and I I know that after I've like if I've done like a transplant, and there's just bone meal dust in the air. Transplant? Yeah, no, no. Yeah,
3: it's okay. Heart transplant. Yeah, of course. I like <laughs> to just breathe in perlite.
0: Yeah, perlite dust perlite is good.
3: never <laughs> feels like good. Like
1: bone meal <laughs> dust, you breathe,
0: <laughs> breathe a little bone meal dust, and instantly you feel like you have like fucking sinus infection.
1: Alfalfa meal does the same thing in my nose.
3: I mean, I think just dust in general is a bad thing if yeah. you're working around in a real dusty environment of all sorts. It's I like feel like
1: bone meal specifically, and then you like it
0: smells like a mummy because yeah. it's like all dried bones. And, uh, it's
1: <laughs> so, so I have a question <laughs> for our, our safety expert here, just because I've been wanting to ask someone who's like an actual safety expert this for a while. No, a safety
0: break is not actually smoking weed. No, no,
1: no. Bleach or Fizan, which is better or safer to use and why is that the case? Because everybody uses Fizan, but nobody knows why they're using Fizan and not using bleach. You get a million different answers if you ask a million different people.
8: And.
0: Fizan's a fungicide. Fizan's for. I always heard that Fizan was for plants specifically. It was safe for
3: plants to kill pathogens, whereas bleach could
0: kill plants. Yeah, you can. But I, mean,
3: I don't use it on my plants. Right, but if you, all sp- yeah,
1: right, if you but hit you your could. plants with Fizan, it's going it to—it's you know, not going to hurt it at all. No, if you sp- if I foleyered my, my plants to. with Fizan, it's not it would supposed definitely to fuck it. them up. No, it's it's not if you, not you
3: don't put them to. under the lights, if you kind of you just rinse them off after, then it's it's don't an, hit the it lights. It says
1: it won't. Have you ever tried it? I've got it on it's my plan. It's designed plan not. It I've okay. seen
3: people – I know people who, like, don't care and just use it on everything. They're, like, kind of like the Windex guys. You know, like, that's it. Everything. Fizan. Just Fizan. Fizan's the like, solution like for this everything. this plan's got a curl at least Fizan. You're like, really? really? Yes. Does it
0: work? It's,
3: apparently. <laughs> according <laughs>
0: to him. According to him. Works for everything. It's just um, like he's one of those
3: guys. I, I don't we'll – so, so,
0: so, yeah. So, Jim, can you shed any light on that?
8: <laughs> well, for me, there's a difference between um, – you know, a sanit- uh, a using something for um, a bleach for sanitation purposes or sanitizer. And when I look at, it, like, for kitchen safety or uh, in between um, grow batches where you want to cl- really clean your facility so you don't have infestations and stuff, bleach is a great material to, to really... Sanitizing areas. So when you finish and you want to wipe the surface and clean it, uh, obviously it's not very good for a plant. Uh, anything, uh, anything to do with the plant, it's going to cause not bad things with a plant. But with um, surfaces, the countertops, uh, areas wiping it off, it's uh, it's wonderful for getting rid of all kinds of microorganisms and stuff like that. So does that make it? Does that answer your question?
3: Yeah, bleach is all right. Yeah. What do you, what do you, you, you ever worked with ozonated water?
1: Well, I have no idea. I'm sorry. I'm sure he did. Oh, have sorry, you sorry.
3: ever worked with ozonated water? Like they use that in hospitals, and uh, a lot of times they use them in any place. that's kind of got, like if you have a pet uh, cleaning service or something like that, so they know that they, they're only using water. But um, apparently it's about 500 times more powerful than bleach <laughs> killing. Uh, animals.
8: Well, yeah, I, I, the peroxide solution is very powerful. Um, well, it's not peroxide. It's, it's, ozone. Ozone, it's ozone. No, that
0: would turn into peroxide, though, because you're adding oxygen. It, it turns into peroxide. Okay. Turn, yeah. okay.
8: So, if it, for in the air, it would be ozone. In the solution, it be oxy, It would be peroxide if you're gotcha. uh, if it's dissolved in water. Yep. But um, uh, a peroxide, a, a combination or a peroxide solutions can be great again disinfectants. Uh, again, it's not used. You wouldn't use it on a plant. You'd use it. Uh, you know, for wiping surfaces and cleaning uh, your troughs and floors and stuff like that. It's uh, a little more aggressive. You have to be more. You have to be more concerned about your worker. But with both of those, you want good person. What's called personal protective equipment: gloves, uh, goggles, or glasses, and make sure people don't get splashed with bleach and things like that, because it's you know it's definitely going to be an irritant for the worker.
0: Um, so we got a couple minutes left in the grow section, and then I'm going to transition to extracts here. Um, if, okay. If the chat room has any questions about basic grow safety, hit me up. i got my biggest question. I feel like the biggest occupational hazards I've had in my home grow have been... Uh, Poking yourself in the, in the eye. In the eye and hitting your head on the corner of the light. Have you, do you have a lot about that in your <laughs> yeah. report, Jim? Hard I hats. actually think I you're absolutely
8: it, right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, those cause Maybe the most have permanent injuries, too. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people who have
3: scars on their face from hitting the corner of the light the or, light. you know, or just something like that. Or the stakes. Stakes the worst because you, you just, can't see it at the right angle. You don't see it coming and you're just like, you, you know, you're just bending down your normal way of bending down and all of a sudden you got this thing in your eye. And I've had it so close a couple times
0: where I've just been like, wow, that was... So <laughs> do you have any tips or recommended you put a tennis ball on the corner yeah, of the well, light? Yeah, no, you do, you,
3: do, it, you the, do uh, that, Jim? No, on the
0: stakes. You Absolutely.
8: You know, if you number one safety glasses are it's a that's a strong recommendation me in the facility anytime you have an eye hazard like you're describing they're cheap they're easy they're relatively comfortable if you keep them clean it's not they're not uh, not a problem um, and then if you've gone any construction site you'll see the uh, when you have rebar or something like that it's protruding they'll stick a little rubber grommet on it
2: mm-hmm.
8: and uh, and protect it so you can't poke your eye out or something like that so that's uh, I've seen people use tennis balls I think people use that foam insulation that you you know you, you put on pipes and all is. kinds of things to keep the from uh, at bump hazards um, I haven't really seen people wear hard hats and I don't necessarily suggest that because it's going to fall off and be a ha- hazard itself but uh, it's really good to try if you maybe have a recognized bump hazard to try to pad it so people don't have to learn the hard way
0: Hockey helmets, hockey helmets. Everyone, hockey helmets. It's um, uh, speaking of just general hazards. What I got? I got to ask. Do you inv- do you like uh, go through places that are like a home improvement style show where you go into a mess and they're like, "All right, we know we got a mess on our hands. We need you to clean it up." And if so, um, uh, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever seen in a grow? Uh,
8: the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in a grow is unauthorized. Uh, pesticides when they would spread that stuff around and na- yeah it's nasty pesticides
0: awesome segue uh, we got 10 minutes right now to know. talk about pesticides so that that worked out as well as i planned it <laughs> you're the best yeah so tell so me, uh, tell me about pesticide use how inappropriate or appropriate uh, some of these pesticides are for indoor use etc
8: well most pesticides are not really set up to be used inside with this caveat Um, you know this is a very tough subject so I'm going to divide it into two different parts the first part is what um, I think is good to use and the second part is what may be acceptable so let's just say what's good so good is preventing the need for pesticides so uh, this is next to godliness it's separating your young, your juvenile plants from your more adult plants and your generation so that you don't have a pest that you're keep propagating from one growth uh, you know one grove to the next and cleaning like we're just saying with using bleach or other um, uh, materials to clean between so that you're knocking out your um, your mold you're knocking out your mites you're knocking out your, uh, your powdery mold, your funguses and stuff like that. You're, so you're not having to use, uh, much in the way of pesticides. The next thing is, is if you're going to use a pesticide, the best thing is the oils to, um, to essentially, uh, knock out, uh, the air to the insects and drown them, uh, as opposed to try to quote unquote poison them. um, so then, you know, if you're going to move to a, a poison, uh, there, the the type of poison that works on specifically the insects' nervous system and not humans' ner- nervous system, or is best. But uh, I I hate to recommend anything like that. Of course, the department, the, the, the Colorado Department of Agriculture has um, has lists of acceptable or sentient, what they would call acceptable and not acceptable um, pesticides uh, for marijuana, uh, although you have to read between the lines. The state of Washington has better guidance. But um, again, uh, better, you better more meaning than, like uh, more, more clear or
3: more realistic or, or more.
8: Uh, it's clearer. The yeah. state of Washington says you can use this and you can use that. Um, and the state of Colorado is more like you can't use this. Right. right. And they rather say than you, you they don't tell you what and you can. They than give than some examples of what
0: you can, but they don't. Yeah, it's not exclusively what's on the list. Um, so, can you? You said that the most dangerous thing you've ever seen was a, an unauthorized pesticide. And what what pesticide was that?
8: Uh, actually, I'm trying to remember which one it was to tell you the truth. But it was a it was a, a nasty one. It was like, it like anything like a parathion, but. Um, uh, it was more a chlorinated, like a two, you know, uh, like, like chlorinated or something carbon, like that. Hydrocarbon, yes. Forgive me for not remembering the exact sure, sure. specific one.
0: And so, how dangerous is that sort of thing? Because I, mean, I think a lot of people, well, we have a lot of I listeners mean, who, who you know, are home growers, just looking stuff up on the internet. Uh, it was, it's like a DDT.
8: So let's just use DDT as an example. Really? So I mean, that's a uh, number one. It doesn't have. It's not. It doesn't usually have a tremendous acute effects on humans, but it has uh, terrible effects on the environment, and it has more long term effects. So,
0: um, as I think, the long term effects are some of the sca- you know, how could you be exposed if you were in a facility, for example, that was spraying Eagle Twenty, mycobutanol, What, how could that have hmm. long term effects on you?
1: Yeah, like what, what, especially if you didn't know that you were spraying Eagle Twenty? What if it was just being handed to you? and you were saying, oh, here you go, spray this foliar spray, and you had no idea that you were spraying Eagle 20. Well, yeah, what, what could happen to you in the long term?
8: Well, um, I, that's a difficult question, but let's take it, break it down a little bit. Number one, there's an acute effect, and there's a chronic effect. So the acute effect is either you're going to have uh, burning and or respiratory uh, effects you're going to have, uh, soreness in the throat, nose, and stuff like that. Or you're not. You're either going to have an acute dose or you're not going to have an acute dose. And that depends on how they're spraying, how much they're spraying, and stuff like that. So it's, it's dose dependent. Now, long-term effects, are they going to use it once a year, once a day, once a year, or, or, you know, every day of the week for two years? That's, again, has a big effect on the dose. So in industrial hygiene and safety, the dose really makes the poison. Uh, so uh, I hate to duck the question, but I'm going uh, uh, to say this Let's way. say it's a regular
0: it once once a month. Once a month, you're going to be doing month? it for eight hours a day.
8: Okay, that's now I can answer your question a bit better. That would be a highly unlikely to have chronic effects, but more than likely, if it has an effect, it would be an acute effect. If it would be acute effect, it would be skin irritation, and or respiratory irritation.
0: So, at what at what frequency would you expect chronic effects from from exposure to this stuff? And let's presume I would expect, let's if presume someone that, used it. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Use
8: it for a week or more at one, you know, at one stint. That, you know, day after day for a week or more, that they might
0: see chronic effects. And what would that? What could that look like?
8: Chronic effects are going to be more like a sensitization and. Uh, and, uh, uh, so sensitization meaning that it's smaller amounts are going to elicit a stronger response. Uh-huh. So it's like when you get stung with a, by a bee the first time, you may have a small welt, and then you may you may get sensitized, and the next time you get stung by a bee, you have a huge welt.
2: Uh-huh. So,
8: uh, if a person does become more sensitive to material, they're going to have more of those. Uh, acute effects that I just said before, respiratory and skin effects. Now, it's unlikely they're going to have uh, you know, any, quote-unquote, chromosomal damage or uh, neural uh, effects unless they're really dosing high doses.
1: So, but, uh, so, so that's where the reproductive harm warning on the label on the bottle would come into play. If you were spraying you, Eagle 20 every day, eight days a week, or seven days a week, eight hours a day, you were, you're going to have reproductive harm then. Possibly. Not guaranteed, but, but you, you could. could.
0: Huh. Is that is that roughly accurate, Jim?
8: I would say I'm. Uh, I hate to pick on Eagle 20 because I'm not as familiar necessarily with the sure. Which ones? Which ones are you more but, familiar with? But, let's
0: let's talk about ones that are definitely dangerous. That's m- more apt. Well, to tell you the truth,
8: um, <laughs> I don't know. It you I mean the ones I usually look at are DVD and stuff like that, which are banned. So uh, I don't know of the particular ones that are people are using right this minute. So I have to be honest with you.
0: Well, we should we should collaborate on a little list. Uh, take a look at it because I'd love it's to get your opinion on some... There's a lot of... I would be happy to take a look at specifics. I'm taking a look at the Eagle 20 now.
8: Uh, I'm trying to find out the active ingredient. It's mycobutin. Right? Uh,
1: death? <laughs> <laughs>
2: they yes. Just, they just that, put death that, in that a bottle
1: and mix it up with some water and then that's it. How it goes. But
8: my computer at all is it, to me is a quote unquote as a chemist is a training name. Ah. I need to know what the actual chemistry
0: is. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah. So I have I the MSDS, which might have that. Um, and I know there's Is that awesome to you, Ryan?
1: I just think it's funny it's like I got the MSDS pulled up right here. Ready to go yeah,
0: with the ZL Twenty. Yeah. Hating. I have I have it on my my Dropbox actually. But um <laughs> Tech Talk. So <laughs> I want to steer it. Let's see, we're almost uh at... We can go to extractions because there's a whole sure. lot of other safety hazards inherent when well, you're introducing... Well, actually, immunities. it is saying here, I, for one
8: second, because I just looked it up, and it, um, it's saying it has low acute toxicity effect. The LD50, meaning lethal for rats, is 1,360 milligrams per kilogram, which is a fairly substantial dose, so that's good. So it's relatively... Uh, so what it says here is relatively... I uh, use that word very loosely, uh, not you know, not not very toxic.
2: And Again, now,
0: this is another story on the consumer end, where you're then igniting it and inhaling it, right?
8: Right. So, the, exactly. So this is an uh, ingestion that they're talking about, not uh, other effects such as inhalation of the material. Yeah. So that's why you have to look at every route of entry and stuff like that.
3: Good old Eagle 20 suppositories. Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> well, as
1: you saw, there's that meme that was going around for a while that was like Eagle 20 pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And it's like, they're real. I know, but like, what the hell? I got I it mean, on my, got my phone. Wow. Got them on my phone. It's a real meme. I got it's a
0: pack real. back at the house. That's All right. It. So you want to talk extract safety, guys? Sure.
3: I feel I like... That, I didn't know there was any danger. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel like extracts <laughs> is, is really cumul- cumulatively, like uh, many steps of the process... Especially because what what we consider safety is like don't blow up. Clearly, you can you use you have goggles, so <laughs> you you have different up. levels of safety than we do. So let's talk about how wrong everyone's doing it for extracts. Okay, so we're gonna be in extracts so a little more. We're a lot
8: more in my uh, my arena now because we're talking about an area that I help clients with uh, every day, all the time. So I to start with, um, I try to set to, to help um, clients. Set what I call the safety envelope so uh, when they're starting a new facility um, I would interview them and ask them which processes they want to use Do they want to use butane do they want to use propane do they want to use solvent septane, do they want to use carbon dioxide a combination of processes so then you do what's called a hazard assessment so we see which type of solvents or extract processes they want to use how much they want to use, and then uh, what I do is address each hazard with what we call an engineering control. So I'm going to give you a bunch of examples. <clears throat> so um, let's take butane because that's one of the most common, and we everyone knows that one of the hazards from butane uh, is flammability and explosivity. Uh, makes sense. So what we want to do is make sure that we don't reach what's called the lower explosive limit for, uh, for the gas. And usually what's set, the, the limit is set at 25% of the lower explosive limit as a safe level. In order to do that with, um, uh, what I believe, this is, again, this is my opinion, uh, and the way I set up my clients is, uh, I believe in what's called defense in depth. So that if an operator makes a boo-boo, uh, it takes multiple boo-boos to, uh, to, to be able to cause an accident. Mm-hmm. So it can't be one mistake and then you have an, you know, you have a negative result. It has to be multiple mistakes. Go okay. ahead? Right. So, um, so let's continue along with that butane example. So I w- would specify that the, uh, extraction equipment be placed inside uh, a, a fume hood of one description or another, either a walk-in or a laboratory-type fume hood depending on the size of the equipment. That way, if uh, if a line parts or uh, if a sanitary clamp or other clamp fails or it isn't put on right or something else and uh, gas is released, then it's released into the uh, hood and the hood's ventilation is sufficient to dilute the gas before it becomes an explosive hazard
0: um, now, And then is there a separate danger of explosion just from the pressure of the whole situation? I mean you're taking a pressurized gas and then pressurizing it even more in a column is it that's that could is that not called explosion when it's not? You could explosion? have a, a um, uh,
8: You could Not usually you're going to have an explosion uh with pressure because the pressures are not that high for butane. We're only talking, you know, a few atmospheres or you know, up to maybe thirty five PSI, but we're not talking uh huge like CO two, which is, you know, some fifteen hundred to two thousand Psi, much higher pressures. Sure. So with butane it's more of creating a explosive atmosphere of having uh, the, the gas will burn at roughly about 2% butane air. So if you've got more than 2 p- 2% butane in air uh, you could uh, create an explosive atmosphere. Yeah, that's not very much. If it's well mixed well mixed, and you have an ignition source. Right?
0: So one assumes that in a lab full of ovens and stuff like that you got ignition sources hanging out all over the place. And I mean...
4: Well, let's-
8: Let's address that one in particular, because I I think there's so much misunderstanding, especially when I'm dealing with the building department the planning people there. They've confused a lot of different issues and made things really complex that that aren't. Number one, let's go through the process. So we're conducting our extraction using um, butane. Let's say we're using liquid butane at around four and a half, five pounds. A charge in our vessel, and we're putting it into liquid, and then we're going to do our uh, our soak and our extract, and we're going to use a closed loop system, so we're going to take that butane and take it off as a gas and recompress it and put it back cylinders in the cylinder as a liquid. So we're going to have a nice closed loop system. If you do it right, you're only going to lose a very small percentage of your butane, less than one percent in the cycle. Now, the, if, you, if you remove your receiver and you have your extract, the extract is going to have a small amount of gas ad, absorbed in it. Now, that amount of gas is going to be in parts per million, not in percentage. So the amount of butane left in the extract when you remove it Uh, out of your receiving vessel should not be enough to create an explosive atmosphere. So, you should be able to take that, uh, harvest it, put it in your Pyrex dish or whatever, and then put it in a oven, in a uh, vacuum oven safely. Because it should have, again, very relatively small amounts of butane. And then when you put it in your back oven and heat it, you'll drive off, uh, the rest of that with time, and I always suggest that the discharge from the vacuum pump that is working that vacuum oven be directed to outside ventilation or out the building, so that way you're not taking a little bit of butane in in the fumes and sticking it in the room, even though they probably would be diluted.
0: So, is, so you, is there any potential, like, long-term environmental risk from us all pumping all these fumes outside at this obviously increased amount? I mean, people weren't going through butane no, I don't think at any point in history like they are now.
8: No, I don't believe so. I'll tell you why.
0: Uh, number one,
8: if you do the the extract correctly, again, you're, re- you're recycling 99.9% of your butane. Number two... Um, the, the off-gassing that you have in your back oven is very small, and it, you're going to lose some of your terpenes and some other things, but uh, if you control the temperature on your on your back oven correctly, people will know this and do this, but you don't want to lose product, and if you heat it too much, you're going to lose product. So you want to decarboxylate it, but you don't want to heat it too much, and you want to drive off the butane again. So it's a, it's a fine line of temperature and pressure that people actually keep as their secret cookbook formula sure. that w- that works really well for, for them. But uh, no, I don't think that you're you're really going to contaminate the environment. This is such a small quantity material. Now, uh, so all the all the extract procedures that Colorado uh, says they sh- that people should use, and that I recommend and help people. Uh, install are closed-loop and they recover almost all their solvents whether they use Heptane or butane or propane or co2. So
0: there's there's a relatively minimal impact to the environment to so go ahead. So uh, If what are the other big occupational hazards that that you'd face in an extraction process or processing after the fact? Et
8: Good question, so um uh, again, uh, the big one for butane is explosivity, flammability, explosivity. That's uh, the big one there. If you address it with uh, appropriate ventilation, you said you knocked out most of your hazard. The next hazard you have, which is fairly small, but may grow exponentially depending on how you handle the material. Now, if you're going to winterize, you, wait, Let's back up for a second. The extract. As produced is not very skin absorbable although I do recommend people use disposable gloves but once you take that extract and you put it into something like ethanol or isopropanol and you dissolve it if you're going to winterize or do other processes or make the tincture with ethanol all of a sudden you've changed the properties significantly so now you've made it much more skin absorbable. So that doesn't mean that the person is going to "quote unquote" die from an exposure, but it means they make get inguired from an exposure. Right. So if it sounds you like a
0: great if you sit, occupational hazard. yeah, that's probably one of the top five occupational hazards: there handling you too go. much,
3: too much extract handling,
0: <laughs> too much extract in, in a in a absorbable
8: a skin absorbable form. I've. I've seen it once in a while in, in, in some places where they have it, have, it, have it as a solid, as an airborne hazard, but most of the time it's not an airborne hazard because it's sticky and gooey and not uh, that dusty. i say once in a while they can make it into a dust. Sure. Um, but uh, skin absorption, depending on the, the vehicle, can be the next bigger, bigger hazard.
0: Okay, um, And we have about 35 minutes left uh, With you here Jim And I want to first of all open the c- line up to listener questions uh, And we'll be sure. able to conference them in And that'll be at 720-310-8237 uh, You guys can call in If you have questions for Jim about Specific safety things uh, Or Now it sounds like uh, One thing that I had heard is hey. that you, you do work certifying extractors
8: yeah, um, actually, I have on staff an engineer who can do a, um, a review of extractors. Uh, uh,
0: yes, and and can you? tell I don't us, do that myself. Are you familiar go with ahead. it enough to tell us about some of the concerns with an extractor that, that Oh, be absolutely. At? Wonderful. If you could go over that, that would be that would be great. Because what what I do is for the engineer
8: create what's called a process safety management check. So, plus of safety management is this, it's uh, taking a look at a process and deciding, ooh, what are the hazards here and how are you going to address it with engineering controls, etc., etc. So, <laughs> some of the hazards from um, extractors are, number one, having the right materials because butane is not the same as 134A or refrigerant or whatever, so seals can fail, things in lines can and stuff like that. So using the right seals and uh, then having uh, the appropriate stainless steel thicknesses and, and welding, et cetera, et cetera uh, for the pressures that are anticipated, what you usually design for is this. So if you have an extractor, you say, well, let's say that I'm going to use it at, um I'm going to make it, the numbers easy for myself. Okay, I'm going to use it at psi, and then I would suggest you test it at four times that. So that would be um, uh, 200 PSI. Make sure that the vessel can handle that kind of pressure. Does that make sense?
0: Sure, and is there any advantage? I mean, some, some manufacturers advertise that they can handle these ridiculously high pressures, which you're probably never going to use. That doesn't make it any better at a lower pressure, does it?
8: No, it just makes sure that the unit
0: can handle uh,
8: the expected load and then um, uh, an unexpected load so that you wouldn't uh, have failures at your working pressures. Sure. That's what you want to make sure. you don't have, under normal conditions, you don't have failures at your normal working per- um, pressures.
0: And um, other than that, I mean, how hard is it to design an extractor that, that is... is is going to pass an, an inspection or a certification process.
8: Wow. Well, you've got to have uh, all your parts called out and the drawings made and um, the, the engineers have to do their uh, checkup pretty much every part to make sure that it, it is acceptable. Now, when you have standard parts like swage locks and stuff like that, and the, the manufacturer will already have ratings for it and bolts and stuff like that. So, uh, it's really usually the design, and usually the problem is has been on the re- refrigerant recovery unit, getting good yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, pumps
0: or vacuum and units. That's what we all they heard a lot about the CareSaver units, right, Adam? Yeah, and it just seems like
3: nobody, uh, no, you know, every single one of these units is being used improperly. It seems like so
8: there hasn't really been a specifically
3: <clears throat> one for what we're doing.
8: Uh, pretty not quite. There's there's a few on the market. Uh, I wish I had that name right off the top of my head and I don't. But um yes, I would say in the beginning almost there was almost no equipment that was made for butane, everything was made for a refrigerant, which is one hundred thirty four A or or the old CFCs. So um now they're coming out with a pneumatic pump and if I can find my Uh, Listening on my computer while I'm talking with you, I can find. Let's see with that. If I can do that and clip.
0: I wish we had a drum roll sound clip because we didn't even know this thing existed.
8: So let's see now. Uh, I deleted the butane transfer pump. There is a butane transfer pump um, that um, is specifically designed. You have a handle, uh, butane, um, and I can't find the <laughs> one I wanted to give you right now. So forgive me. Oh, no,
0: that's, all
8: right. But, that's uh, all right. Go
0: ahead. Uh, so we do have a, a chat room question. Acceptable CO2 levels to work, when, work in and length of time of exposure in a grow room, I think they're talking about, where you're supplementing the CO2 levels. Or if you're making CO2 extraction.
8: That's a good question. Well, let's take a look. First, To start at the, what's called the permissible exposure limit. The permissible exposure limit for CO2 is 5,000 parts per million. And then there's a short-term exposure limit, um, which is uh, significantly higher. Um, and then, of course, you have the, the the dangerous limit, which is way
0: up there. Right, so no grow no room uh, should have <laughs> that limit. Well, no, so I mean, what, I, I don't know, I well, can't tell how many parts per million is in the air. Well, I mean, Average is about what? Thir- 250, 300, or something yeah, like
2: that. Yeah, standard, standard uh, normal? Just around
3: 300. Yeah, and in <laughs> grow room, maybe 2,000 if you're really pumping if it you're hard. ranking you it. Yeah, right. so, it's, so that seems like we're pretty safe in that world.
8: Excuse me for one second. So normally, the air would have been somewhere around 400 parts per million carbon dioxide. And then uh, your normal of uh, cultivation facilities have somewhere between 1,000 and 1,500 parts per million. Sure. And um, then, of course, your CO2 extractors use uh, supercritical CO2, so they could have much larger quantities. But the alarm levels, I, I want I usually specify that it can be read at 2,500 parts per million, meaning a detector can see that, but they don't alarm till the permissible exposure limit. And that's well below what's called the short-term exposure limit, which uh, uh, is where you can you know you can get uh, a significant exposure.
2: Cool, seems right. safe. Meaning
8: yeah, know, we're, we're it's, safe. it's yeah. not like you're going to drop dead immediately from exposure. I mean, the obvious. Dock. The obvious
3: thing would be lack of oxygen if, the, if your right. room was super tight or something, and you had some massive CO two leak or something going on that could possibly displace the. The oxygen in the room, and not suffocate everyone. Yeah, that's a very rare, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could happen. So,
0: uh, chat room, I think is still concerned. I, I think it, what we're getting here is that you're not you're cool. Um, tell us what yeah, your ppm. No, is. the sorry. big thing is um, I'm
8: kind of fighting for is um, what I what people are using, what they would like to use in their grill which I think actually makes sense. Is um, a CO2 generator. And uh, the concern is that uh, it could make quite a bit. I'm talking about propane or natural gas-fired CO two generator, right. Instead of uh, using uh, compressed CO two, sure. And um, so uh, I think that they can be used safely, but um, there is a concern with carbon monoxide in case a burner. Is not, not not running right, uh, but it's like any other gas appliance. So, again, let's take a look at the numbers here in, now that I've got them in front of me. So we've talked about the OSHA permissible exposure limit of being 5,000 parts per million. The short-term exposure limit for CO2, carbon dioxide, is 15,000 parts per million, and the immediately dangerous to life and health limit is 50,000. Parts per million. So, if you're going to have um, any kind of CO2 system, you do need to have a detector, but if your detector is alarming at 5,000 or around that 5,000, you're going to have quite a bit of space between that uh, 5,000 and that 15,000 to evacuate. And again, from the 5,000 to the 50,000, which is the immediately dangerous to life and health limit.
0: And to to remind the newcomers in our chat room, we're talking to Jim Lieber- Lieberman from THC Safety. He's a certified industrial hygienist, and, and, and he's a engineer, and he's talking to us about occupational safety in cannabis.
2: So.
8: Whereas for your carbon monoxide, let's say the burner is not running very well, the OSHA permissible exposure limit is 50 parts per million, and the immediately dangerous to life and health limit is 1,200. But there's relatively reasonably priced CO2 detectors for homes and businesses uh, that you can, you know, wire in or plug in, and it will, uh, will let you know if uh, carbon monoxide is being produced. Um, all
0: right. Do we have any other chat room questions? There's your answer right there. Um, and if anyone wants to call in, again, the number is 720-310-8237, and we can conference you in. Um any other well, studio questions? Danger stuffing gross Mr. Talkative over here, bike. Yeah,
6: Come. bike. Bike no, is I'm just I'm looking at the internet. Taking today. notes and feeling safer. Are
2: you feeling let's
8: safer? Switch over to carbon dioxide for a second and talk sure. about that, you know, cuz we really haven't talked about that We talked about carbon dioxide, the hazard of the gas, but the hazard usually from using the equipment is the is the pressure. You said about you asked about pressure of the butane. Again, the butane system is fairly low pressure, but the carbon dioxide system is much higher pressure. So um, having uh, an explosion using carbon dioxide is more of a concern. The equipment has to be um, um, heftier. Uh, it does need to have uh, an engineering review.
2: Uh,
8: usually the manufacturers uh, have done that. And then the City of Denver wants to have an on-site inspection by an engineer before the the equipment is commissioned for use to make sure it was uh, set up uh, correctly. Uh, And then you do want to have reasonable ventilation in the room that's located uh, with uh, CO2 alarms. Um, And of course, the big thing is operator training. A lot of times I see that left out, or because we're a young industry, there's not been as much time to develop good trainings for these people, but you know some of these operators are really brilliant in the way they operate the machines, and when you look at CO2 extractors, a lot of them, modern ones, have been computerized, but uh, in the older days, it was uh, operator knowledge about when to turn what valve at what time and looking at what gauge. So. Uh, the older equipment can be much more of a challenge to operate safely.
0: And, and do you think there's, is there, or to your knowledge, is there in development any sort of, uh, like, certification for a safe operator? You know, for a forklift, you can't drive a forklift unless you can safely drive a forklift, and you've proven it that's in the good.
8: That's an excellent question. I'm trying to work on training, actually, uh, now, for, but there's not any it's, that I know, uh, besides the manufacturer certifying that the person has uh, knows how to operate their piece, their particular piece of equipment, um, but the, the manufacturer usually offers to train individuals with the purchase of their equipment.
0: But they're not necessarily certified by any safety anything for that.
8: The no, that there's not. Not this time.
0: Well, that sounds safe. Uh, and that's not what the city's looking at. I mean, when the city's looking at the setup and stuff, they're never, they're never making sure people know how to run this thing.
8: Well, they they specify the state specifies that, we help individuals create safe operating procedures, S.O.P.s, for their equipment. Um, and we do help people set up, uh, do trainings. It's just uh, you're asking about certification, like this third party right. uh, certifier. There, there is not, that I know of, a third-party certifier at this
0: time. It's not like there's... There 40, is you know, prefer- we have a business proposition for you <laughs> yeah, when you get now. off air, Jim. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, let me just check our timer here. Oh, we still got some, some time, about five minutes here. Um, anything else you want to cover? Something you encounter on the regular or infrequently enough? Something? Absolutely. Let's do There's it. a
8: couple things and we just touched on it. And um what I found uh with most with many not most but many um facilities is that um their uh, standard operating procedures and their trainings could be improved. There and what usually happens is you get somebody that's proficient and you know that, you know, Johnny is proficient. He knows really how to run the equipment, but his process knowledge is not always captured, especially when Johnny modifies things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He doesn't bring the uh, the standard operating procedures, doesn't change them and add them, clarify them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, so that the newbies, uh, the the younger ones that are, need to be men- younger operators that need to be mentored, don't have correct. Standard operating procedures, and they don't have necessarily uh, a training program, uh, or the training program is not brought up to date. So that is an area that I think that we can help the industry really improve in, because better educated operators. Especially, I mean, these pieces of equipment are not cheap. We're talking anywhere from ten to fifty, 000, sixty thousand dollars in uh, and, and pieces of equipment, you want people to know how to use it appropriately and usually,
3: and, and usually the people who bought the machine have no idea how to use it. No, So they, they just, just hire somebody else to do it. And then, you know, what I was thinking when you were saying that too is it's also because we're in this transition period between the underground and keeping everything like secret and to, you know, now having to write out these procedures and operating procedures that no guy who's a grower really wants to do that. I mean, everybody's even on the fly, changing what they do on a daily. You know, most people, you know, they have their their thing that they do, but then they might adjust it here and there. And the last thing they want to do is go back and write, rewrite the book every time. So I, I definitely see that being a problem. But also, you know, it's that classic, like, every grower, I've always thought of this over the years, you know, every time somebody gives you a clone or gives you something, you just know that that's not the best thing they have. They gave you the one step down because they want to keep everybody, at, you know, everybody wants to be, like, <laughs> keep their competitive, keep edge, their competitive yeah. edge going and they want to make sure that they don't uh, give out their best thing.
1: Drove me insane. I, I brought in, uh, uh, essentially, a pack of seeds to a very uh, well-respected dispensary and then gave them six phenos of a bomb-ass cut and got back clones of each of those phenos and they were probably after, and I know what the plants looked like before they gave me clones and I got the shittiest clones mm-hmm. stuck in the middle of the cloners right in the already pre-perforated hole just hoping that they're not going to root cuz there's this much space after that hole it sucks yeah you know
3: So you I mean it's just it's just that literally like we're kind of got to get out of that phase where you know you think you're going to have one up on everybody by by holding back on stuff and it's kind of I think where people also learn their lesson over time when they lose their cut, and all of a sudden, they're you know no one else wants <laughs> to give it back to them because uh, now everybody's hoarding back and forth. And so I think you know we'll, we'll get over that soon enough. Uh, you know, and people who are l- really newbies, like coming into the industry, nineteen years old, you know, twenty years old right now, dreaming about getting into the industry, those guys have really going to have it hard because there's going to be a lot of smoke and mirrors put up for them, you know, just to keep them from from succeeding quickly because everybody, of course, doesn't want anybody to. Get up on anybody, and, and then especially if they've been doing it for twenty plus years, they're like, ah, no, no way. This kid's not. But surprisingly enough, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to come. It's going to come anyway. So you're better off just helping people do it right.
8: Well, you know, there there is actually somewhat of a compromise too. So um, what I found is uh, the, some of the, the secrets and the techniques that people want to quote unquote keep them to themselves are not in the straight operation of the equipment. Um, some of them are, don't get me wrong, but um, some of them are, you know, like when you the difference between butter and, and shatter and this and that, how you, how you actually process it. Um, it's, there's some subtleties. Um, the, not to say you shouldn't document the subtleties, but to actually create the extract itself, um, of which you really do need a good standard operating procedure because you want someone to follow a very tight regime. When they're making the, the extract. So, but the post extract um, processing is, there is some art and science in that. So I can understand people want, not wanting to give every, uh, away every one of their secrets. But uh, again, it's like everything in life. There's, I think there's reasonable compromises. And in, you know, your kitchen, so what we, we do things like for, when people are doing their Safety for their kitchen work, their sanitation, their mips, and we don't require them to give us their uh, their ingredients for their secret recipes. But but what we do is say you should have your recipe and follow it, and then we put it inside an SOP that helps them to make sure that they uh, uh, they calculate the correct dose of THC for their good, the baked good or whatever. So, that they you know, have consistent um, you know, lots of material and that their kitchen is kept clean and their hygiene is their worker hygiene is good, if that makes sense.
0: Sure. So, any other safety questions, boys? I can't believe we were right about the stakes in the eye and the. the
3: As being what? Top
0: hazard. She said it. Top hazard. Number top one. Top hazard. <laughs> Staking, <laughs> stake in the eye and banging your head on the light. That's still it. the number one hazard in a grove. That's why that's why I
3: only hire people that are shorter than four feet. That's why you love it. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hit the lights. You know? You're how tall? Are you? You're you're a bit too tall.
8: Well, this has been a really really enjoyable uh, time with you guys, and um, I was going to offer your listeners um, uh, a discount if they want uh, the. go on our website and look at uh, the ROELs, They're usually five hundred and ninety five dollars, but if they want uh, they can use a discount, which is called, the code would be Adam, and that would be knocked off 200 bucks. Cool. that would include a custom material safety data sheet for their materials.
0: And now, and that, uh, that's, for what purposes would that's these be their, useful for them? Excuse me? And for what, where would they, like, uh, find the business purpose for this? Where would it be like, oh, we, we need to get that thing, and this is a deal, we should buy this. Right it now. would
8: be for people that are, um, that are, uh processing the plant material, uh, making dust, that would be, uh, so people that are uh, going to be size reducing material prior to extraction or doing that, uh, there would be, uh, and the people that are conducting ex- extractions, those are the individuals that would probably would be the most interested, because, you know, tea, you don't need a material safety sheet for tea, but if you're going to be manufacturing tea, that's a whole different exposure.
2: Sure, and you're when you're
8: doing things in bulk versus doing, you know, uh, small sizes in consumable quantities.
0: And this is wise from a best practices perspective. Is there any uh, sort of you know regulatory reason you would want these on site? Oh, okay.
8: well, even though uh, the Fed OSHA still uh, has reg- regulations for to have material safety data sheets. In my opinion, I believe that they. Would be required for those particular components. Uh, as they are, let's take an example of a drug company. If you've got ibuprofen that you're buying in a bottle, you don't need a material safety data sheet. But at the site that it's used for their employees, they do have a material safety data sheet for the material, what's called the active pharmaceutical ingredient, so that their workers know what the exposures uh, hazards would be. Sure. Does so that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like like with pesticide regulations, you have to post a sign when you're applying that says what the minimum reentry interval is, and that mm-hmm. that's it. That sounds like the same sort of thing. Like you have to, not that anyone's going to look, not that anyone doesn't know, but you have to do it just for worker protection. So I feel like right. That, that's the sort and of.
8: thing. And so, uh, you know, I I might be a little bit
0: ahead of the curve and on the cutting edge, but
8: I produce the material so people can that want to protect their workers and know what that the hazards are it's, the documents are available
0: right on well we want to thank you for your time today for uh opening up to us and and uh kind of answering some of our questions for free uh hopefully we'll direct some people to the site and it's thc-safety.com uh and we will uh, be in touch sounds great thanks. it was a pleasure thanks jim pleasure mm, bye-bye
3: all, the, all extraction guys, they're named Jim. Is that part of the deal, too? Pretty like much if you're end, a scientist. Highest, you're really up there. Once you get to a certain level. What's going on there? What's this noise? I have no idea what that sound is. It literally just There's a remix. robot
0: playing is this the kazoo. This is a
1: since remix? he started hanging up. Or since he hung up. Oh, it's all, it all his this.
3: fault. We're playing him.
0: Jim's a mad genius.
3: Oh, my gosh. What's going down here? Tim
0: Martin just showed up in the chat room. Maybe that's it. That's the problem. There uh, you go. AMAC too many beards. Too many beards in the st- That's the problem. It's a beard overload. It's causing, yeah. it's causing a static field. Yeah, it's a
3: static <laughs> overload. What's going on yeah, go
1: We'll go grab know. some
3: chairs for them. Uh-oh. Oh, we fixed it.
0: No, fixed I
1: it. didn't, though. It's still happening. I just.
0: Oh, I can't uh, hear it.
1: Wow. See?
0: Why is that happening? Uh huh. Okay, well, I can't hear it.
3: Can they hear it on there? Can the
0: stream hear it? No. No, okay. So not you fixed That's called fixing it.
3: That's called fixed.
0: Yeah. Not solved, but fixed for now. Good enough. Dope Magazine in the studio. Right on time. You see how this I know, a little great. production? It's crazy. I got a it's timer. Crazy. It's crazy. We're going to do shout-outs real quick, and then uh, let's go to Dope.
3: Well, actually, we're gonna, we're gonna, let's talk to Tara first. We're gonna, she's been, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've got we to get Tara in here and make sure, because otherwise we're out of time. Cause you're, dope. you're right, you're right. And you're they just right. got here. So they need you know to, Dope. They need, they need those those Dopes dope. keep those. talking. Exactly. So... Uh, a little introduction, Tara Puckett, Mama Puckett, as we like to call her. One of the original Hood Lobsters, I'd have to say, too. And yep. um, your son was also probably one of our original Hood Lobsters. Oh, sure. And he was uh, well-known in the community, uh, pretty much uh, like one of the first activists here that I kind of met that I realized, you know, this is his life, dedicated to it. Um, let's, you know, i got to let you, own. give us give us a story, backstory.
5: Okay, as Adam said, I'm Tara Puckett, and... I'm here today to talk about my son Niles David Puckett, who was an avid cannabis activist. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, so again, I'm Tara Puckett, and I'm here today to talk about my son Niles David Puckett, who was an avid cannabis and AIDS activist. And um, yesterday, August the 11th, would have been Niles' 35th birthday, and we are memorializing him today. Um, as we are in the process of filing paperwork for his nonprofit. And it's the FAM project. And FAM is an acronym for Family Assistance for Much More. And our mission is to help children. And right now, one of the things that we will be doing is to provide gift baskets. And what we want to do is provide two gift baskets per month. And one of the gift baskets will go to a child a refugee child in the medical marijuana community and the other will be um, given to the Colorado AIDS Project Food Bank and um, so in fact speaking of the Colorado AIDS Project uh, they will be having the AIDS Walk this weekend and um, that will be Saturday August the 15th and that will be beginning at 9 a.m. In Cheesman Park here in Denver, and um, so getting back to Niles's fam project, some of the future fundraising things that we're going to do is we plan to have some Sunday brunches, and um, Angie Valdez at the 710 Club, she has agreed to help us with that, and um, we hope to do those probably on a quarterly basis. And we're also planning a big Halloween party. Niles' favorite thing was Halloween. So we're going to have a costume party sometime in October. And we'll let everybody um, get a heads up on that pretty soon. And um, lastly, um, if you would like to donate anything, uh, such as, say, stuffed animals, um, children's toys... New, of course, <laughs> uh, and hemp products for our baskets, and we're very thankful to um, Samantha of Hemp ba- Hemp Box because she has agreed to help us with some okay. some donations, and um, we'll also be collecting silent auction items. And um, so, if you if you would like to donate any of those products products uh, <laughs> or toys or money, we take money <laughs> yeah, why not, why not? <laughs> you can text the FAM project at 407-421-9092 and again that's 407-421-9092 and um, I'd like to thank everyone uh, and this is a big thank you from the Puckett family and We would like to thank all of the cannabis community for their support through the years. And a special thank you to Adam Dunn and all the studio Adam Dunsters, Dunsters. (laughs) the Studio Dunsters. New term there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) (laughs) And also a big thank you to Georgia Edson and Jeremy of iCannabis Radio. Uh, Through the years they have really supported niles niles was always on their show many many times and um i thank them for all of the times that they let me be on their show and um so this is Mamba Puckett signing off and we just ask for your support for the fan project and thank you very much
3: thank you thank you thank very you. much perfect and hey adam uh,
5: does
0: anyone do hemp stuffed animals
5: there was there was
0: at one point I remember seeing. Do you want so to go into a hemp toys company with yeah, me? Yeah, that That's a good, That's good idea. It's a good idea, right? <laughs> you can let Nick run it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got it's product up. testers for test all ages. Like
5: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, Rick, you have a home R and D facility already. Built. Yeah, we. It's. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. R and D facilities already built. So it's going to yeah. be
3: like a big stoned uh, weed leaf. No. no. <laughs> you remember that movie Big,
5: where yeah, uh, yeah. Tom Hanks had to test all the products? You uh, know, yeah. so Nick could do that. Safe toys.
2: Safe.
3: Toy.
1: We, have, we can it's have. Camp, have can we, we get one of those? Can get gym? Gym, yeah, gym yeah, gym can gym can to it. make how
0: safe they are? Yeah, there you make go. sure they don't explode. Can we anything.
1: get one of those big keyboards in your living room, though? That's, <laughs> the, <laughs> oh yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's the end game, obviously. That's my favorite part. <laughs> I don't think I've ever actually seen one of those. I think they have one in New York, right? At the Toy Store. That Toy store's They virtual ones now, though, too, where they just
0: project it on the ground and you can do it.
3: Okay, shout outs.
0: All right, shout outs. Big, big shout outs. A way to grow. Kid, do it. Pull it up on the it screen. Pull it up. Pull up we so we, we can't don't, remember anything.
1: We're going to make it happen.
0: Waytogrow.net. That's what the kids should type. That's what you should type. Colorado's best hydroponic store. I uh, like how you got the keywords there. It's like Kaiser Sosa stuff. <laughs> Keep words <laughs> from everything. Like Just words <laughs> from <laughs> random <laughs> words. Pick it out. <laughs> <laughs> they got events going on. Nothing really happening in August. But they always got something going on.
3: I thought it was the Gavita.
0: Well, no, they have. That's the sale right now. Oh, okay, the sale right thousand watt E Series four sixty nine. Oh yeah, that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. In stores only. In stores
0: only, but you can go there, and I think if you drop Adam Duncho, do you get you get hooked up more Hell on top yeah. of that, Hell right? Oh yeah.
2: Why Hell not? yeah, and that's, and that's what it counts. You know, you on the know big, ticket items. The
3: big <laughs> ticket items. Big ticket items, twenty five percent is worth.
2: It's a lot. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. Now, so that would be walking out of there with like, just over three hundred bucks. Yeah. That's awesome. That's like buying a fucking regular light. You kidding me? Get down there. Let's do it. I'm going. <laughs> uh, Seven locations. Seven
3: locations. I'll try okay. buy all those gavitas. There you go. Buy them all. By the mo- actually, I had a friend who was trying to buy gavitas. And he said he was having a hard time. So,
0: Mike, s- wasn't that what your buddy was buying? Oh yeah. Yeah, that? those
6: weren't uh, from new from the factory or anything. They were just. They were just in a random lot. They were fake. Line. They were just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was actually <laughs> a robbery of, they were and words, kidnapping. Letters.
0: On you should have waited that. for the sale of way to grow. That's an it an ended update, up way you better Can you
3: give an update on that story? Because people who know you know the story.
6: Well. Sure, I'll give you all I know. Tell them. A f- couple months ago, a we guy... We finished our <laughs>
3: shout out. Oh, yeah, sorry. Can the <laughs>
2: shout-outs?
0: Never mind. Mike, we're getting to the story,
2: <laughs>
6: though. Story, I
3: Somebody never answers me ever now. All of a sudden, he answers during the, th- during the Work one time. Well, because always, like, it, was relevant, it, it was relevant because it was Gavita's.
0: Uh-huh. All right. Of course, big shout-out <laughs> to Incredibles Edibles. No Colorado's number one edibles, soon to be the whole entire universe's number Wait, no. Currently the number one of the entire universe's, but soon to be the whole world. You know what I just realized right? about
1: Incredibles, too? What's that? The what? majority of them are gluten-free, so everybody can have them. And
0: they're Yum Yum Drug Bars, And they're Yum
1: Yum Drug Bars, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah, They are Yum Yum Drug Bars. Yum Yum Drug Bars. <laughs> Yum <Yum-yum drug bars. laughs> Yum <Yum-yum> drug, <bars. laughs> drug Bars. They should just
0: re- change the name.
1: But they have, you know, so many, so many different... Uh, Different flavor types. Here's all the the different chocolate bars they have: the Boulder Bar, the afgato Cookies and Cream, uh, Mile High, and Mile Higher Mint Chocolate Chip. Are bar. there
0: pictures of the bars anywhere? Are they not allowed to show? No, them? they no, can't. Can't, can't do that because that would that would be too exciting. Um, totally and they also do have a line of uh,
1: gummies <laughs> in a few different flavors, which they're now going to be producing as smaller 10-milligram uh, individual gummies uh, with a few lines of Incredible Pills, and also their locally grown and incredibly grown Shatter as well.
0: All about the lines and pills today. I after know lines and pills. Bomb. What's
3: going on there,
0: kid? You, just,
3: you want to snort
1: the world. Yeah, yeah. Snort <laughs> the world. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> uh, big shout-out to build the soil Again, last brought week, us yeah. last week's episode that I, show. honestly over twenty five hundred views. Really? That's killer. Yeah, yeah I know. people I actually love had it. To
3: watch it myself because that was one of those ones where I was like, I gotta watch it. I, I gotta go back and watch it with a notepad because it was good information. It go was, and, and I'm trying to convince try to my mom. Right that's that's you. the whole thing. I'm like, come on,
0: Ace. No work. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, you, it's just water. It's literally just water. You don't, don't do it. She don't want to hear about
3: it. She likes. She likes the work.
2: Not having it. No, she
0: doesn't. Doesn't like the work, but she's. You were skeptical about the lazy growing. I am still. Still skeptical. I'm going to order one from Jeremy. I'm going to get the kit that he advertised. I think happen. it's still available. You can go and build a soil. Contact him. He'll give you the coupon code, or it's actually right on there if you go to the blog. Uh, the coupon code for uh, the that entire no till setup right there. If you click the oh, thing with the video, that. oh humic it. acids. Yep, and all his episodes actually are on there. You can check them out at uh, buildthesoil.com Com. Dark Horse Genetics, <laughs> of course. Dark Horse Genetics. <laughs> you almost forgot. No, I got Dark Horse in Elite. Come on, buddy. Yeah. I got a, I got a timer today. I'm on point. All right, good. Big shout out to Dark Horse Genetics. Uh, You seen Jason recently? I
1: have. He's doing well. He's doing good. I think like you guys said, he might be heading. They might be doing uh, Hemp Fest. They they are doing this weekend. They're leaving tomorrow. Um, So yeah. So uh, you know, download the Dark Horse app. Every time you get, there's going to be a seed drop. You get hit up on your phone. You don't even have to worry about checking your email or things like that. Um, He has you know seeds right now from I believe Franchise Genetics. Um, Let's see who else he has uh, some seeds from right now. He's carrying currently franchise. Green Life Seeds, Franchise, franchise, Pacific uh, Northwest, Ocean Grown, La Plata Labs, Flower of Life Genetics, Moscow, Jaws. So he's got, you know, and I plus, of course. You're not as good
0: with the seed lines as you are the Incredibles. Yeah, bars. no, That's for no, sure. kind of jumped
1: great. all over. You got all this But I do know, ADD I mean, out. he has the, you know, the strongest strain ever tested by high times. Bruce Banner, number three. You can get that there. Uh, some clown shoes. You can get some, some <laughs> <laughs> get some clown <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can, can, can get The clown that. shoes OG, the face <laughs> melder OG. So he's got, you know, so many different. The Grimace, he does Grimace. Have the Grimace Cross, too. Yeah. Uh so it's uh you know, keep an eye on them there and then I like uh, the slutty keep, keep keep an the eye for system. some yeah, super slutty <laughs> For some new things popping up And of the course, ship, big
0: shout out to Elite Cannabis. Uh, again, we just got to keep saying it. You can buy CBD on the internet. It's legit CBD. The Adam Dunn show says so. Mary's nutritionals.com. Everything you can buy in dispensaries here, you can go and order it right to your door discreetly. Save gas, save the planet. Yeah. Marys. Really? <laughs> so we got a story on them in our current issue. Uh, there's a, current, there's a oh. story in the current issue of Dope Magazine, segue. so it's a perfect segue. segue. Do you see how well produced? I fucking deserve an Emmy for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Segways are just coming out. Mic <laughs> <in>. oh <my laughs> drop. <drink. laughs>
3: jump, jump, jump on your seats. Boys.
0: Oh man, so funny. Uh. But, yeah, you can enter, get the same <laughs> full-strength <laughs> CBD medicine that you can get in Colorado. You can get it online. Please spread the word to people who may need it. MarysNutritionals.com.
4: That was nice. You I
3: guys will have to do the, exactly
4: the old. Oh,
0: you yeah, have to sure. do the Perfect yeah, fucking us, timing count us, count on the timer. On segue to Dope Magazine. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett, you're not on the mic? <laughs> what's up? Can we do it? can I'm we sure. do an Adam Clarify thing? Adam, what's this guy's
2: name? Beard Beardoff.
4: Uh,
0: beard uh, A- Emmett. Oh yes.
4: Oh Emmett, you mean, Emmett. I'm
2: always get the wrong name. So you I said You said Emmett. No, I did not. Yes. Well,
3: I say it, but then I write it. <laughs> <laughs> but I write it, Emmett. Okay,
6: okay. You're just I pronouncing it. it wrong. You it know Pueblo what it is. Pueblo, funny too. So it's probably the same accent. How does he say Pueblo? <laughs> it says Pueblo. Pueblo.
1: Pueblo. Well, Pueblo. No. That I mean, cool. I know it's Pueblo around here, but if you were on the East Coast, that's right. You wouldn't say on Pueblo the back. P- how
2: often do you say, say the word Pueblo, Pueblo on, on the East Coast? Coast. Very rarely. <laughs>
1: A lot. No, when I was in like history class growing up, and you had to learn about the Pueblos. Like well, the I have friends named Emmett,
3: so that's where you know the Emmett. I know it was too close. Chris K. Dash, so Thanks. <laughs> you saw photos of him with dread, and uh, <laughs> that's,
1: that's not Chris K. Dash. That's no, not Chris. Not Chris K-dash. the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> you have no fucking idea what you're talking about.
2: I thought
6: you said Kotas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: hear different. <laughs> no. I saw
6: Chris
0: Kotas this week.
3: That's what I meant. I mean no,
1: you
6: get
3: this I <laughs> don't be messing this up it's he not focused well, Who took a photo with D Money and and No, Kassus? I, that's,
0: I Kassus. yes, Kassus. that's what I, I said. So but I said Kassus. Chris K dash. I, I, I don't hear I don't hear I don't hear.
6: You see a picture of like, that? that just see? happened, yeah. right? I D-Money. I I it happens. <laughs>
3: It happens. Ah. I know the ref, the picture Don't you're talking worry. about. No, no, I but, I get, but that's so not the. Point. I get, but that the wasn't Chris
0: K in the picture, no, right? No, it was kind of. I know who. It was. Yay, it's like when my mom calls me Carl because yeah. she's saying my other brother's name. Exactly, Is that what's happening? Exactly, same
3: thing. I, mine's the worst like too. Like my He's, grandma used yeah. to call every single person Damn. in the family except for me until she got to me. And yeah, I'd and be then you're like, last. Okay, she'd be like, "Chucky, oh my god,
0: get away with it for another thirty seconds because she has to go through
3: everyone." And she finally get to me. Oh yeah, oh that's me. I get so we got okay, so we got dope in the studio. Dope. In the studio mic it up dope. okay wait, talking to wait the court? how many times can we what's say dope in this, sh- in this i've heard, heard that, that like
4: five times already okay because you know we we'll pull goes. it off it's dope <laughs> it's gonna keep that going that's yeah, no, so dope
3: that's
4: dope yeah. dope dope All right. dope so fellas eight times so welcome uh, back
3: to colorado back where's this video what's going on
4: what are you doing he's uh I'm youtubing sure. and i can see the back of my head
3: oh
0: yeah well, you're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> oh, don't look at the stream. Don't look at the stream. Don't, don't ever look. Yeah, it's like It'll distract like, oh, you oh, and you get hypnotized in it. And then you uh, see people
3: commenting on the Don't uh, Look at the stream. Uh, Never read the comments. Don't look
4: at the stream. I screen. am starstruck right now. <laughs> oh,
1: stop it. At least it says dope. He was on the
4: cover of our a magazine. Oh, oh
2: man. man. The he cover was. of prestigious magazine.
4: I, I thought you were like 50, too. Yeah. You had that hat.
2: I know. Like uh, the hat makes him look
0: older? Even older. It's it did. Wow. And the tint, too. Do you know how old Adam is?
4: 28
0: No What? <laughs> Come on Seriously Come <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. tell girls uh, that Girls you say that Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Adam's actually really vain about his age So good call. He's 62 uh, yeah. Six, yeah. Moving six, on seven.
3: Moving on up That means my mom would have had me when she was four So that wouldn't remember <laughs> that No, no I'm, I'm only 46 So
4: I'm young, mm. young So I heard you just had a baby Yes, I did
3: Congratulations, Congratulations. Look super Thank cute you too. Super cute I was like, damn That's a cute kid oh, One month old yeah, Crazy
4: Crazy, I have three girls, three girls. Wow. You're yeah. blessed. I have a 17-year-old <laughs> too. Until they get months. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, wow. she's figuring out where she wants to go to school. That's cool. Hawaii. She wants to take a trip yeah, to Hawaii, a uh, school visit to of Honolulu. Of course. Of
1: course. Yeah, I may not go there, but I'm going to check it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At least a semester. At least so he's got a I'll guy go. Idea. I'll
4: go. I'll go visit.
0: So what's going on for dope? You got, yeah, you should
3: start. A, you should start a Hawaiian, version Hawaiian of dope. dope. And then yeah. Go there and run it, and then you got it done. That, that it
4: sounds is. good. I volunteer. <laughs> we're it's getting nice. ready for Hempfest to, m- to Friday. Yeah. How's that looking? It's looking good. It's looking good. They were going to do an expo that didn't come out, but you know, Hempfest is always pretty huge. I mean, it's so big. Yeah, it's it's exactly so monstrous.
0: Big. Here's it's my thing. My one experience of Hempfest. I went. It was, it was really awful. I used, like, the tiny amount of money. I, I moved to Portland, and I saw it in a magazine. It was six months after I moved there. I was like, I'm totally going there. I burned through all my money. But, of course, it was the mission, so I had to go and got my way up there. Did you a miracle ticket or something? had no... E- well,
2: it's free and it open I mean, to the
0: public, yeah. and that that was your last hurrah. How
2: long was this ago?
0: This was fucking... Jesus, I don't even know. I, don't. <laughs> this, I, I was going to
4: be, it was like, a few years ago? No, no, not a few years ago. Well, we no, it was the only be. time I... Yeah, probably
0: a decade yeah. or Yeah. And because um, it was free, it was crazy. It was it's free. Almost like it's like
3: our 420 rally style. Where right. It's just when it's
0: free, kids, and you're it's like, It's just like How everybody's there. It's f- there's, no, there's no thing happening kind of because <coughs> everything's happening. But it's kind of like free weed world, which is cool. It's not a mm. bad thing. But when you show up with no money, it sucks. So yeah. No, free doesn't mean show up with no money. That was my big mistake. Well, if you
4: can make your way around, you know, people, you know, people... I, I ended up. I p- mean, it people seems like people are care. passing it around. Yeah. Pretty, pretty generous. I
0: got taken care of in the end. Yeah. there is a bright, bright, and you know the clouds break in that story. But it definitely turns into a bit of a mayhem a little bit. Yeah,
4: like this year guys. they're this year they're they're not allowing people to smoke publicly, or they will, or they'll prosecute. What? Or they'll, uh, you know really what I sure mean? They'll. It's yeah. a really strange thing with Some the new medical medical so marijuana laws. Have I have think a tent setup or something. Well, to large I don't know. dope
3: tent setup, big giant circus dope tent.
0: Where yeah, we we have do have, tent. have a pretty big dope, tent dope, this dope year. Dope, 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 dope. It yeah. was like seven <laughs> more. Yeah. We might. are doing Dope that Camp this year. Yeah, Dope Camp. Tell me about Dope Camp. Sounds
4: good. So you know, we always theme out our booths, and no different this year. We're going to do the camp theme, where you know you might see me in some brown khakis and a you know little whistle, and you know get people's attention, get people excited you know bring some bring some energy no dunk tank that was that was uh very dirty yeah no one would want to get into it later on
3: you you guys said that last
4: time yeah Oh yeah. yeah! Everybody
1: tries the dunk tank. Yeah, yeah. seems like they wanted, like a good they wanted idea. me to do the dunk tank at Chalice, and we could. Their know dunk find tank broke. It. No, we found it, but it broke. Oh, it broke. Was <laughs> well, you do Oh no! Because
3: somebody who was on it too. Remember somebody? I who remember. Somebody was on it that day. We're like, no way. Well, was it Blunts? Adam Blunts? No, but no. it wasn't. Though <laughs> he just <laughs> he did it. Oh,
4: yeah, we put on someone, and boy, they yeah, just gosh, really bathed. And they, after that, the water was no good to anyone.
0: <laughs> someone dirty. <laughs> oh yeah. Dunked. Yeah, a dunk is not a chance for a free bath. No. That's not yeah. how that works. <laughs> so what's new with Dope? What's new with the magazine? What's, uh, what can people look forward to yeah. in the coming months?
4: So much going on right now. Um, Southern Cali is uh, going to drop our magazine there September 1st. Uh, and then Nevada. We've been working really hard with people in Nevada to get down there uh, by the end of the year and of course you know our uh dope oil licensing our oil and our uh
0: where's the oil available
4: the oil right now is available in washington and recreational stores um soon here oregon uh with everything that's changing now they're gonna start allowing flower in october and then january 1st the license to go through so you'll see a big change oregon's huge mm-hmm. uh they're doing real big things down there so um and then california um Working with the yes,
0: <laughs> so we just
4: signed a deal with clear the, with the, the clear concentrates, and we're gonna just going to do a yeah. line of uh cart oil carts okay. for our pens. Nice. And you yep. said you're
3: going to drop the in Southern
2: California, but not in North Carolina, we, uh, Northern.
4: We we started. Uh, we're our second month this month for uh, Northern you Cali. You should do two different magazines. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it is. So we uh, do the North a uh, magazine that's uh, been in circulation. This is the second month, oh, that's cool. and then.
2: We're so that's a, that's right pretty then.
3: much how I tell everybody to treat California. It's just like For you sure. treat it as two different places two states. And then you'll, you'll do fine, but if you try to treat it as one and never seen absolutely, before, it's, like it's,
2: a, it's oh, two different worlds.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, and you always tell every and anytime you meet somebody, yeah. this is my suggestion. If, if you say, oh, "Are you from Northern California?" And then they, if they, if they're not, they're going to be very like, "Wow, do I sound smart or something?" <laughs> <laughs> but if you say you're from LA, then they definitely like just you turn, <laughs> that, yeah, turn yeah. that conversation off immediately. They're like, "No." absolutely not so there's no bad
0: consequence to presume either they're from there or they're complimented
4: exactly whereas the other way around not so this is our summer our summer uh design pen so we do one every every quarter it's the dope pen and this is where we have our oil in it help yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's good (laughs) it's dope
0: it's dope dope. (laughs) dope. (laughs) dope Dope. No. Totally dope.
3: dope. <laughs> Try it. It's dope. <laughs> it's flowering. Yeah.
0: yeah. Tim Martin is saying that you have something playing in the background.
3: Kid, you have something playing in the background. Who?
1: No, I
0: don't. Tim no. Martin Tim. says yes. He's not here, but he knows. He
1: knows. Okay. There's no sound. Oh, this is awesome. It's like a Hawaiian shirt.
0: <laughs> I need this.
4: Uh, we'll send you guys some pens, some dope pens.
0: That would be dope. Oh, it <laughs> tastes like hookah. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh yeah. It's <laughs> like tastes like hookah. It's cotton, awesome. Cotton I gave I gave
4: Adam one, candy, but I doubt Adam saved it. <laughs> 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 What's that? I say I gave you one at one
3: time. <laughs> That's true. I still have it it's right there in my house. Right there. Boom. Right there. You can I go know get where. It. I know where's that. Oh, yeah. but <laughs> bike loves cotton candy flavored stuff. Yeah. That's his favorite
2: yeah, thing. Yeah,
4: it's, a straw, it's a strawberry flavor. Strawberry. Yeah, it's like yeah. got a very quick
2: flavor well, to it. Well, for us, we're
4: targeting a certain <laughs> demographic. <So laughs> <laughs> Not the Adam Dunn. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> so, um, and what about Colorado? You got lots of good stories coming up? Any kind of artists you focusing on. Tim Orange is
0: talking about something, talking about dinosaurs, just playing in the talking back, about right? <laughs> dinosaurs. What is going on? <laughs> and
1: that's in his thing. What the fuck in here would be talking about dinosaurs? Tim,
6: are you still tripping?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, <it's> like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Colorado, <laughs> we've got a lot of, you know, big things going on. We're at. Ah, he so, says uh, LOL, never mind. We're at the Clinic Golf whoops. Tournament in the
0: Clinic Classic this Saturday. We're going to be up there on a golf ah, cart. This is like the third around. one now? Sixth, I think. Sixth? I, you yeah. I played golf twice, but I like drinking more on the cart. You can drive the cart.
2: I'm I'll drive a I hell of a cart. I drive it, <laughs> I drive
8: it well. The cart, not yeah. the ball, obviously. Yeah, I think but Dave is a big golfer,
4: though. I like
2: golfing. Man, so, no. are you going to golf at the I, tournament saw, tournament. I, saw, I saw Scott Reach was
3: golfing. Yesterday. Scott Reach,
0: he's getting ready for the tournament. Is that
3: what he was? Uh, I don't weekend, know. so Hemp,
4: uh, got to fly back on Friday.
2: Wow.
0: So, so too, busy golfing, too, busy too busy golfing. Too busy. So, too busy hanging out with the free we dirty hippies <laughs> on blankets to play golf with the Richies. Well, actually,
4: last two weeks, we did a one in Oregon with the 420. Four twenty golf. It was, uh, it went off pretty good. But the whole thing is, everyone was dabbing at the, well, maybe. well. <laughs> no, you let's, can just, let's, just let's just say <laughs> it's the <laughs> slowest <laughs> round of golf you'll ever play in your life. <laughs> Everyone's like searching for balls, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
4: no
0: one's actually good at golf. It's <laughs> an excuse to dab on a golf co- a golf course. So yeah. that's cool. Oh yeah. I mean, you could
3: definitely set up a really cool bag with everything built into it. Sure. Like, hit the, like you know, remember in Caddyshack <laughs> when it's a button, <laughs> yep, comes up dab where it kind of pops up sweet. come on now you need the dope bag. You need the dope golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next incredible design, right? After the milkshake machine comes out. Yep, the, the golf bag. Golf. I had a. Uh, we used to sell a golf club back in the day. <coughs> somebody brought Amsterdam for a cannabis cup. and yeah. They were convinced that they were just going to crush it. This Whoa, is dude, the next big thing. This is it. It's the biggest thing ever. And they ended up getting I got all of them off of him before he let like four of them he brought. And he was like, nobody wants to spend the money. Because he had really nice golf clubs. They were like proper ones. Yeah. He didn't do shitty golf clubs with a pu- pipe. You, but he yeah. smoked right out of the fucking thing itself you smoked it out of
0: which part the handle or the
3: you smoked out of the handle and the thing was down there that is that's ridiculous pretty, yeah, cool.
0: but you had needed two people so i was like yeah, well yeah. how do you do
3: this by yourself
1: he's like, eh, you you <laughs> <handle. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you know telescopic or something maybe would be you don't it then it'd like be a grill lighter you have to bring a grill lighter with you everywhere now exactly
0: that's the way to do it that's it kid. kid you saved the guy's invention you could sell the floor <laughs> quick Oh, and and uh, well played, Emmett. Well played. You bring. He said you bring a blowtorch everywhere you my go now. Shit,
2: I got one in my car right now. That's <laughs> true. Sure.
3: That's the uh, Colorado lighter <laughs> the right game
2: there. changer.
1: Is and that what it was called? The four.
3: The four? No. Four twenty. It would be called now, but not anymore. Four f o r e twenty. Yeah, yeah, you like that.
0: That's not. That wasn't on the club.
3: No, because this is pre. This is like. Before 15 years ago so I don't think the guy was even
0: feel like you could
3: wasn't like 420 was really sell relevant four of those in high times.
0: Oh, 420 I wasn't relevant was 15 years ago not too that's much in Amsterdam good. not really in nobody, Amsterdam nobody knew sure what yeah. it was yeah. I was
3: like I, I was just sort of like trying to explain it to people uh, probably explain it wrong it's, it's like
0: Gavelig, huh it's like Gavelig, right Gavelig. it's Isn't like a key the, the, the thing <laughs> yes
3: yes so that's no. not how you say it but anyway yeah,
0: that's <laughs> fuck
3: <laughs> Dutch so, um, what do you got who's on the cover of this? Isn't that Tommy been on the cover before yeah, or is this Tommy, an old one?
4: Tommy's been on the cover before. I just, uh, we just so had, I get to get on the cover again, right? Yeah, we just we just had the right. opportunity to do a really <laughs> intimate interview with him and we nice. just thought, you know, who I mean, he's 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 going through some serious health issues. You never know when you're gonna see a guy like that on the cover right. again. So sure. we no, no. we were honored when he said you know Sure when he said that so great interview by Sharon Letts. She did a good job sitting with them. Do you get
0: to do any interviews? Mm, I, I'm English, English is my media. second
4: language. I just, um, you know, the I, mean I, I, this is the first thing I've ever done before in my life, really. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool to be here. Sweet. Yeah, appreciate the opportunity.
1: Wait, what's your first language?
4: Huh? Oh no. That,
0: when he doesn't want to hear it. I'm
4: Vietnamese, but I can't really speak Vietnamese. Okay, right. so it's not, <laughs> really, well. no, it's no, it's not really. Basically, he has one. no language.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he has zero language at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first language, I can't really speak. <laughs> for my second so language, cool. I don't really. <laughs> no,
2: it's
4: cool. I, I was actually in ESL class until the third grade. So right, until, so like until, until they figured out I was born in Florida <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah. they're like
4: you're born in Florida I'm like uh, yeah? yeah it's just I'm doing so good in here man I'm like singing the loudest I'm like the you know the star. super confident you le- it's yeah. easy yeah boosted my confidence in that ESL class oh, <laughs> that's,
2: funny.
4: that's how you got to be uh, yeah. not, now, now look at you uh, maybe
0: maybe so, yeah, we got to get Adam back on this cover, of course. Oh, yeah. We'll Competing yeah. we'll you know. with your lifelong competition with Tommy Chalk. That'll be it. How, many times, have that you that how dope? many
3: times can you be on the cover? Yeah. After a while, you guys are getting really bored of me, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, um. <laughs> what and else you got? We, we got, got, got a got half hour left. Well, yeah, yeah,
1: we're
0: going to do uh listen to call ins in about, uh. What's I that? don't know, eight minutes. Call ins about what? If they call us. What if they don't call us?
3: What if nobody calls? Then
2: we'll we'll just I'll go in the other room and call. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then when we'll do then we'll do bikes. Oh, tell us a story, bike. bike. Oh yeah, tell us oh, a story. Hey, tell us hey. a story. Thank okay, you.
3: Okay,
0: so story. if you did, if you don't buy your Gavitas way to grow, what happens? You can to buy you?
6: them on. Uh, you can go Craigslist like. like a buddy of mine did a couple two three months ago. I'd say, and he saw this really good deal for Gavitas if they get the price but there were maybe a hundred like, No,
3: I think they're like
0: 300 bucks. Something like something that. Or like that. And he was going to grow That's exactly what they are a way to grow if you go they right now. Sure. Yeah. And, and use the Adam Dunn show code.
6: Yeah, so <laughs> he brought, he called the guy and he brought enough to, enough cash to buy 10 of them. He asked the guy in advance if he could get 10 and he said, sure. And he showed up at this parking lot over at, it's uh, like a Wendy's or so something? Wendy's out on, uh, for locals <laughs> here, it's so out on Wadsworth, uh, Oh, yeah, it's a good parking s- lot. yeah, right Good parking lot for it's shady, a great out it's shady really deals. Great parking lot to do shady deals. You can see the w- you can see the <laughs> Wendy's from the highway. So, anyways, they met, uh, met up and they said, "Hey, uh, jump in our truck because the lights are down in our storage locker, down in public storage here, which is feasible. There's a public storage right down the street, and
1: it's ten lights. That's a lot of lights, guys.
6: So, as my, oh, why didn't we just drive there together in the first place? I would have thought so." Uh, so Why didn't I meet you there?
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get in my own car and I'll... All whatever.
6: sorts of flags going off at this point. <laughs> uh, but the good deal is in the air, so you, you can probably put those on the back burner. And you can do a dab on the way over. Sure, yeah. Like maybe these guys are cool. Maybe they <laughs> get a new connection, too. So um, No, that didn't happen. Uh, they pulled out a gun. As soon as they got in the truck... Thought it was a rig. His. Actually, it was a gun. Yes. Yeah, so check out my new gun. Give me all that money. And... <laughs> My buddy... Did he literally say, check out my new gun? No. no. I'm ad-libbing here. Okay. okay. I wasn't there. So, uh, my buddy... Shit, shit a brick. Shit a brick, panicked, <laughs> and said, no, uh, and started struggling, and uh, one guy started pistol whipping him while the other one was emptying his pockets, and my buddy's trying to get out, and there, he got out, and he fell on the ground, I grabbed his legs and started dragging him across the parking lot. They fucked him up bad. Like... Bad. He's a, He's not a. He's not a large man.
0: And they got the money.
6: And they got the money. And they got away. They, they, they wanted to. to dra- and
0: your buddy didn't get any lights. Were
3: there any lights? They were trying to get him to go drain his bank there account. There were no lights. Yeah.
6: So, nine one one. People saw it happen, uh, and then the guys got away. And then I just got a message. This haven't heard anything from it since. This morning, I got a message saying, hey, remember I got robbed a couple months ago? They, they caught the fuckers.
1: Yes.
6: Uh, Yay. We love that. So yes. Also, and, all sorts of ridiculous And weren't charges. they out-of-towners,
1: too? How, they from they, like, how did they get caught? Does weren't they from Philly or I something like that? I not got that, that far yet. i bet I'm pretty I'm sure they were from surprised Philly.
6: surprised if they were still... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were Philly fuckers. They, they were called. still uh, <laughs> trolling on... Uh, Craigslist? Craigslist, I'd assume. Uh, yeah. So, the defendant is currently charged with the following offenses. And these are all abbreviated legal terms. I don't know them all besides. Talking Kidna- to Mike, kidnapping Mike. 2, V-Sex Assault Slash Robbery, F2, which is a felony 2, I guess that I can agree. Felony to the same degree, yeah. Uh, kidnapping <laughs> 2, Seize Victim Weapon, F3.
2: That's the
6: rig. <laughs> <laughs> Aggravated uh, Robbery Menace Victim, F3. And Menacing Real Simulated Weapon, f
3: was it a real simulant? So it wasn't even a real gun? It
6: doesn't matter. They just yeah. Real it's slash simulant. Oh, if it's, it's real or fake, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, okay. doesn't matter. yourself. <laughs>
1: Now, is, he gonna, is your buddy going to sue those people? Sue all.
6: Well, the state d- took over their press charges. So he'll
2: get yes. a hefty yeah, settlement he, he, for that. No, they're
0: tweakers.
6: No. They have no money. No no nothing he's for that. now. No, he'd he have to press charges and, and get blood from a stone. Yeah, he ain't
2: getting right. nothing right. out I'm of it. Still looking for those
6: lights, though? Uh, yes. Oh, I, gotta, you I you got, got, got something. What parking lot though. you can meet him at? <laughs> <laughs> he, can
1: to to <laughs> <laughs> he can go to Way to Grow. Yeah, meet him at the Way to Grow parking lot. parking lots. Maybe at the Way to Grow parking lot before he I mean,
6: I think. Pretty sure he's recovered from that. Downfall from that. It's been a few months. Good,
1: good, that's good. Now we can
6: sleep a little bit better, knowing that the guys who tried to kidnap and kill him are going to be spending some time in prison. Good jail. Pulled on you, bike? Yes, I have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was doing bail enforcement in Hartford, Connecticut, in 1995.
0: You did did bail enforcement, bike? I did. You were bail Bail
6: bondsman. bondsman. I was a bounty hunter Bike the bounty hunter Bike the bounty hunter I am a dog you <laughs> <laughs> be <my> a <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was just like that You gotta go with
1: Christ, bro I
6: had long blonde hair at the time I want a cigarette, man. bro? I'm sorry I had to bring <laughs> you in I in Hawaii <laughs>
1: It's just my job
6: <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah, you get guns pulled on you sometimes and did yeah, you but, least, but, but at least, I, yeah, yeah, you, at least you, you have an uh, air rifle. Like the, uh, the, the
3: best. Uh, <laughs> here's
6: the a quick dog. story. The best bounty hunting story I have. When people want a story, uh, which is we've been looking for this guy. Want to say We they were looking for this guy for a while. We couldn't get him. We had nothing but a phone number for the guy. We couldn't get. Him. This is back in the '90s. We didn't have easy access to information. We had now. Um, <laughs> I'm getting. I'm distracted by that. <laughs> 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 I see it though. But so, anyways. We we got this guy's number, and we decided to outsmart him. We had a girl call him and say that he had been pre-approved for um, a MasterCard with a $2,500 limit. We just need your address because we're we'll you Federal Express next day. So, of course, he gives us his address, and I get dressed up like a Federal Express driver and go to the guy's door. And when he shows me his ID, I tackle the guy <laughs> and... V- with very no, little struggle no, no, no. put him in handcuffs <coughs> and when I when I when I got to get up and pick him up I saw that when I tackled him I knocked him o- out of his prosthetic legs and they were just <laughs> laying on the ground there no! so no, no, no. them like he, he was <coughs> really cool he was excited about getting his card he just kind of hobbled to the door both of us had a laugh about it after I was like holy shit sorry about that he's <laughs> like he's like I knew it I knew it I knew it was you but I just had to try to get that card but
1: what card?
0: It's a fake credit it's a card. a fake thing.
8: Yeah.
6: This is
0: 25 years
6: ago. Uh, <laughs> close. This is 22 years
0: ago. Uh, how many people have you handcuffed, Mike?
6: <laughs> Me personally? Oh, yeah. yeah. For business purposes. I don't even know yeah, if yeah. I ever have a side For that business,
0: guy. not for pleasure.
3: Yeah, not, yeah we don't want to know how many times oh, you, yes. you've been <laughs> handcuffed. <laughs> I, I like to I've bound.
1: Handcuffed more I like people to than be bound. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, do you still have <laughs> a pair of handcuffs? Do you still have a pair of no. legitimate handcuffs? Yeah, the the black f- furry
6: ones, furry ones. They were black work, carbon work fiber. Issues, so I'd give them back and oh, I was done. Whoa. Work Handcuffs, kid.
0: I like so those. Did you, get, did you get work body armor? Yeah. Did you get a vest? I didn't know. Kid no. loves vests. Any type of vest. <laughs> <laughs> you were the excited. bullet catcher. Were you the bullet catcher officially? A bullet catcher.
6: Yes. Yeah. I did
3: like, like they just throw you in front of the bullets if
1: they came? No, there wasn't. No a lot of situations. No like vest
6: that, required. Just believe it or not. No.
1: Operation Human Shield.
6: Most people just run. Could you run how, are you a fast runner? Oh, did
0: you chase them on a bike? No. Nope. Is that where you got uh, your nickname?
3: <laughs> on a BMX bike or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
6: right this the mean streets are hard for Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Riding a BMX. Like Rad, like the movie Rad. Totally okay, somebody put a stick through my spoke. <laughs> and was and the then you were done so I was, spoked by a master calling, criminal. Calling t-
0: oh, terrible terrible sense. Yeah,
1: spokes <laughs> on a bike are no joke, man. My dad's got no ankle. From riding on a banana seat. So he has no foot either. Wait, just no. It's just a what? Uh, oh, did you have a ankle now? What? Like right here, is is no one can
2: see. flat? see yeah. Wow. Up why up why what
1: happened? Yeah, he it was going and it sucked in, and they said it like fucking yeah. f- shredded his just like no! his ankle right he off. Spokes on his bike. Yeah. Well, on his buddy's Never bike, because he was on a banana seat, so he was sitting backwards. While the person sitting forward, he's sitting with his legs here. Spokes goes. <laughs> and he spoke to his buddy,
0: and his buddy fell off the bike. Done.
3: Ankleless. As Nick would say, "owie,
0: owie." <laughs> there you go. No, all right, house? let's open up the lines to, to the these these, oh, yeah, I can see, I can feel it. They're they can call there. about anything. Now they don't have to ask about specifics. safety. They no, can just call and anything. bullshit and bother us, nah. or entertain us,
3: or don't don't call at all, <laughs> or or don't call. We just don't call. No.
0: <laughs> 720-310-8237. Any
3: updates on our uh, on our guy that's putting all the cards in the uh, dry cleaning? Our <laughs> cards
0: tr- in the dry cleaning. He's yeah. probably calling. He,
3: he should call. That's our boy.
0: Our boy. 720-310-8237. Nelson, if you're listening.
3: Operation Chaos, right? What's uh Operation
1: Project Ka-
2: Ma'am. Ma'am. Project Mayhem. Project Mayhem. <laughs> <Have you never laughs> Operation Chaos, <laughs> just like <laughs> Fight Club. <Operation> Chaos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like that movie with that Edward Norton guy. Oh, That guy, that movie guy. Yeah, well, I thought
3: we were emulating. I thought
1: that was the whole point. All right. Uh, All right how I about
0: Tim Martin? Call in. Tim, call us in. Yeah, call
3: I got in. a free credit card for Tell you. Tell me where my dinosaur <laughs> <have>.
1: <laughs> Tell me where the dinosaur sounds. I want to know
3: about those dinosaur
1: sounds. Yeah, what were you <laughs> <was> watching <laughs> that had dinosaur sounds? <laughs> he had, like, Jurassic World <laughs> playing in the background and forgot. Like, oh, shit. Forgot. Yeah. Which was an okay movie. It was good. Just want to say Pinsky's, that you watch Pensky's video. Which
6: one? That was great. Jurassic I was Rogue. watching it. while I was telling my story. Do you
3: love you loved it? Oh, you were getting all sidetracked, like the kid. Nick K asks, "Is
1: Adam
0: Greek?" Of course, Adam's yeah, Greek. Of course. Possible last
4: week. Oh, did you? Yeah. I say that. Oh, oh, that. it was pretty good. I watched Jurassic Park here in Denver. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. A there's a night. there's a really good movie
3: theater. The Cinnabar. Cinnabun? There are Cinnabon. jeeps <laughs> that drive around
6: Cinnabon. Denver with the Jurassic Park logo on them. Like <laughs> really, from the nine nineties jeeps. I dude. think. Do they a, take you like to a Jurassic Park? <laughs> big
3: bite marks out of them or
6: something? No, no. Someone just wanted they to play along, it. I guess. Mm. It was a good movie. The same way you see uh, Herbie the Love Bug driving around town sometimes.
3: I've never seen that though. I seen the Grateful Dead bug riding the around. You know that one.
0: I, I seen the see the Ghostbusters car in Boulder. <laughs> well, yeah, Did you see the that new one, or? the
6: new Ghostbusters, right? The old one. The new one is on Colorado Boulevard every day. Uh, there's,
1: there's a new one.
2: Is your Colin segment this lively usually?
3: What's that? Is it the Colin segment? Mm-hmm. This oh yeah. Well, you know, we we try to keep him at bay. This that's the. Wait, the Nick Bradley
6: just commented on the Pinsky video. He says Pinsky is in Philly and just made his son run up the rocky steps. <laughs>
3: And he hummed, the, and eye hummed the eye of the tiger behind Yeah, it, I couldn't because we didn't have any sound. So oh, well yeah. we should play that. Yeah, can, I
1: have, can I have sound? Please play that. I really want to hear that. What do you mean have
0: so sound? So what are you oh, asking Tom me Pinsky. for sound? <laughs> yeah, sound guy. Aren't Boom. you the sound guy? Sound. Sound
1: guy. What are you, who are you giving it to? Boom, sound. Didn't you just ask for sound? Who wants it? Here.
0: How are you going to play the who video? Who wants the
1: sound? I, we don't, they don't need to see the video. They can just listen. They're just going uh, to, to listen to Pinsky. to listen to Pinsky whistling. I'm assuming the video on Facebook. i
2: Yes, Which it doesn't is. exist on this computer. So
1: just Facebook uh, exists on the internet. No, it doesn't exist on any computer. The video is yeah. definitely probably funny, even if you listen to it's it. It's okay. I'm sure everyone else can. Mm.
0: Just we'll go,
5: to
3: Facebook, go to Facebook. Go to Facebook. Go to Pinsky. Pinsky's page. Pinsky's page. do friend anybody. <laughs> <laughs> hey. This is true. Hey. So, uh, all right. Any other anecdotal? Anecdo- last uh, anyone else got any guns
2: pulled on them?
1: I
3: thought Are I any, lost Any that. guns recently pulled on you? Okay, you get any guns pulled on knives? I've had guns pulled on me, but that was a long time ago. A long oh. time ago. A Kyle ripped far. the
1: bathroom door off like halfway through the night last night, and I woke up at like 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom. My bathroom door's like torn I had off the, the uh, I
3: had the Popo at my place last week from down the farm. Really? There's guns? They weren't drawing guns, but they were there with guns. Were they drawing? No, they were actually – I wasn't there, luckily, because – I would have been all flippy with them. Get out of here. Ace doesn't Uh, get flippy uh, with them. I can do your job better than you can. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's my famous... Oh, this is how you do your job? I can do it better. I can do this better. (laughs) I can do this better. Do you guys
2: guys
0: own a gun? No. Yes. Yes? I can't say that publicly. Yes, no. Yeah, you just did. (laughs) By (laughs) the way.
3: (laughs) More than publicly. I come from
0: a family... There's no more than than public.
2: public. This is no no guns like, not yet like
3: not you're no, just no, not outside yeah. but you're like <laughs> in the world
0: in the world it's true internationally guns? bike has like so many yeah, guns his
3: name was bike, gun, I don't like bike to call them guns gun. yeah
6: just I like extensions to call them of bikes my, I call them extensions killing sticks
2: yeah,
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. no the thing is it yeah, sucks so too because uh, you know. Obviously, Colorado in my mind when I first came here I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting a gun for sure. You know, I'm in Colorado. Finally, (laughs) I'm back in America because I lived in Holland for so long, and it was like the men that got here just nah, wasn't really interested anymore. It was like kind of like everyone else
6: has them, so I don't need one. No, and it's just
3: now I got my kid. Now I got my kids. I was like nah, don't really need it because even it's it's interesting because my wife is from Sweden and they're very anti-violence. And if you watch, you know, like watch TV in America. Nothing but violence, you know. what I mean, watch TV in Europe, sex pretty much is the main the main focus. You know what I mean? Not a lot of guns, not a lot. so. She gets freaked out with like a squirt gun, with any kind of gun, Nerf gun doesn't matter what it is. The minute he starts aiming it at people, she's like, "No, you got to aim it up in the air, down at the ground." And I'm like, "You think I'm telling you
2: it's not gonna so work? There's no fun. <laughs> That'll <laughs> not work in
3: childhood. He's gonna be the worst at playing army, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I just shoot it up in the air. Mom says I can't aim it at anybody, but in general, you know, I." the more i see like the more i'm like okay it is kind of they, they don't need that influence because it's going to come anyway i mean it's like yeah. everywhere you yeah. and if i watch him play with other kids the other kids are just full-on like you know it's just like that's it got to shoot everybody in the face that's pretty much their job you know like <laughs> run around shoot people in the face you know like <laughs> and nick gets confused and he's like huh am i supposed to shoot i guess or I'm not shoot mom says up in the air down on the ground but Seems like everyone else is shooting in the <laughs> face. <laughs> 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 like
2: this like shitty at video games running around, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit in the air. That's, that's it.
3: That's well, yeah, and that's the other thing too. I'm, just, I'm not. We're not actually going to let him play any video games for as long as we can, just because like they definitely don't help. You know, what I mean, not when you're that young. It's kind of like oh, okay. okay, it's only three.
4: So three? yeah. Gosh, my three, almost three year old man. She just. How
3: many kids do you have? have the He's the just got <laughs> <laughs> boys. Yeah,
4: Hard to get away from the technology. She's just—it's just right there, and she can just navigate herself through just by herself. And you just—I just don't know how she did it. She could get to YouTube, watch the video of them taking eggs out, and switch to the next one. Watch, you know, Frozen and somehow get under it.
3: Yeah, no, it's I mean, and and the thing is, you know, there's two sides of it. Of course, yeah. in the future, they will need all that. To, you know, they're gonna have to have those skills. But it also sucks because you know that they can't unlearn that stuff so they're going to be nick's gonna be
0: stuck on a farm working next to robots uh,
5: where's
3: my ipad (laughs) i need (laughs) to keep yeah no but in general you know we want to put them like i want them to go outside as much as possible try to keep them you know keep them from just just sitting in the house and because and then we we have other kids who come over to watch and we're watching and all they want to do is have mom's phone and stand there
2: it's
3: like and it's pretty easy for people just to be like oh cool you know Babysitter. Babysitter. phone. Yeah. There you go. Done. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a bit of a struggle, but you know, gotta work it. Gotta work it.
1: It looks like a straight 1990s rapper right now with the way his headphones are on. Play. Yo, what up? Yep. Yo, Turn my headphones they up. Turn me up the good headphones. They
3: they they hurt my ears. They're hey too yo, small Dre. <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, speaking of Dre, what about what, that? What about sucks, I right? didn't listen to it. I heard, I heard it one sucks.
0: song, five seconds, and I was like,
3: ah, I'm done with that. Anyone else? Bike? Overproduced.
0: Bike? Yes? You're a fan of 90s hip-hop, yes? What'd you think? One more time? You're a fan of 90s hip-hop.
3: Of course. Oh, uh, yeah. i sure. Well, sure. the, what New Dre, did you album the New Dre album? Did you you?
6: I'm forcing myself not to listen to it yet.
0: Till your expectations
6: no, I drop a little. I need, need list. the hype to come and go, and then I can do my own thing without being influenced.
3: I read a really cool interview for, or not interview, but it was like a, a review from when they first came out when NWA came out. So, L.A. Times, the guy nailed it though. He nailed everything. On he that. Pre- like predicted what would happen. Oh yeah, he yeah. had it. I mean, and they, he talked first about NWA, then it was about the different individual solo albums. And, you know, like he gave easy two stars or something because he was the least talented out of the whole crew. And then, right. you know, he nailed even at the very last there word of the interview. Oh, we got one.
0: Uh,
2: what was the last word? Anybody John Dell
3: Radio. The word beat. Anybody he's got the beat, but he's got the beats. The the Open it. Movie? Open no. it. Yet, no. Get it. Right. Get it. Get it. Get it. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got?
6: Yeah, call her.
3: Where's
0: that audio? Where's that sound? Why coming? is that sound coming out of nowhere?
6: They're talking about dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Caller, can you hear us, bud? Oh, it's us calling us. Hey, how are we playing doing? Playing our now? own show I back to call us. Caller fell
6: asleep. Yo, Tim. yo. Tim.
0: Oh, it's Tim Martin.
3: Oh, he doesn't even know how to use a phone yet. Tim, Tim can you hear <laughs> us
2: speaking to the phone, Tim?
0: <laughs> Tim, are you listening? Are you listening to the phone or your computer?
6: We're all on acid here. Are you listening to
0: dinosaurs, or what are you doing?
8: I'm on a cell phone, and like I said, I could barely hear you guys.
0: Are you on a cell phone around dinosaurs? Are you standing in dinosaur land?
2: (laughs) Yeah,
8: CNN was talking to me.
3: CNN was talking to you. Uh-oh, you're not talking to the TV, though, are you? <laughs> Tim, what's
2: going uh, on with I you? Was, Pick up this I group caller. let Tim t- All right, we're going to have a uh, group call. Group call, group call. All right, I'm
1: just going to say this. I'm not answering this call because that's my mom, so I'm no not way. answering it. Pick the call up. Take uh, it. it. <laughs> Add to the group call. Jesus. Hello, Mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Is this Ryan's mom?
1: Why is my mom calling in on this show right, right now? What?
7: Am I on the show? Yes.
1: Yeah, of course.
7: I don't hear you.
1: Yeah, I know, but I can. He- you have to turn your computer off because we can hear the computer too.
2: It runs in the. <laughs> <family> now, <right? laughs> this is like that's why you. You can't have to. From. You
1: have to just talk in the phone. You can't have the computer volume up.
7: Okay, the computer volume's off. How is everyone? We're good. We're just about to wrap
1: up here talking about... We want to hear some stories about Ryan. No, we have no, about 15 no, we minutes any left. We need, about left. A, we need a
3: good story about Ryan. We don't have yeah, any time, time left. We have
0: 15 minutes. We have 15 minutes. No. I'm looking
7: at
3: the bed time wedding, right here. Bed the would be a good I'm one. Bed I, bed I
7: would like to hear any stories you have
2: available.
3: No, no well, well, we, we, they want we want We want your stories. You have better ones. Don't tell them anything. We want old stories from bedwetting days. Don't tell them anything.
7: <laughs> oh, you mean he peed in the hamper? Yeah. He yeah. peed
3: in the hamper. Was he drunk? No. <laughs>
7: he he, he <laughs> was I
1: sleepwalking. I was sleepwalking, and I pissed in the hamper. Oh, so, hey, what? so what? People do it all the time. It happens. Uh,
0: it's fine. Oh, yeah. I
7: don't know. But, no. It's, know. Was he uh, into
0: motorcycles when he was younger? We're going to no. talk about that
6: again. No.
0: No. How,
7: about, how about a poison army story? No. Sure.
0: Sure, bomb. poison army story. I told them that,
1: but that was not told on air for a reason. So <laughs> no, They already know that story, the f- you never well, I wipe. never heard the poison ivy. Oh, tell us. You never wipe back to
7: front. Uh, never wipe
2: they back never back. Yeah,
7: never wipe back to the front cuz it itches. It's That's bad.
2: With Double. poison ivy? Yeah, ah, with the yeah. ivy. Oh, yeah. oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah. I was like all oh, my balls it was terrible. Wait, what the fuck you is you going on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should
3: wipe any any direction
1: with poison ivy. <laughs> I was I was young. <laughs> I don't think it hurts. <laughs> so always
0: me. check the leaves that you're so you are wiping. So you wipe with the poison ivy leaves? Yes.
1: Lead? Yep, yep. Thanks for calling, mom. Great. You're welcome, t you know, way way Can you to call
6: back every week? The show? <laughs> yeah, you can do this sure, every this week. Well, we'd no, love to chat be, 10 minutes every week.
1: They'll be in town in October, so I'm sure I'm going we'll to
6: have now. you in the studio. We'll have you live. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, live. Yeah, of course. Again? Live Bring photos. No, bring lots yeah, of photos. Your books are great. Yes. Yeah, so because it gives a frame of reference for his classmates, and then it, it really
6: <laughs> contextualizes it. No,
1: no,
7: no. Okay, well, you. I just figured I'd say hi to everyone. Hey, thanks for
1: calling. Yeah, yeah, thanks thanks for calling, thanks for calling. Nobody else called, so you're like the only and person. And then like, I called.
7: missed the kid. So I oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. had to call uh-huh.
1: in. He's the man now. he's yeah, yeah, a little. He's
0: the it's young the, man. The young man now. <laughs> <laughs> the young man.
1: Oh, he
7: was promoted. Oh, okay. Well,
1: not necessarily promoted. I wouldn't use that word because I'm not paid. Oh. Oh,
2: What are but you it's you me? It's just the no, name. It's.
1: It's just the yeah I mean, we all everybody looked over but no it's, it's just <laughs> I've retired the the name the kid right now no it's you still, no, I'm I gonna think. use it don't worry mom it's
3: gonna he's still back. the kid to me he's even okay. got tattooed on him
1: no I'm
7: not he's right. a, well he's always my boy to me so. yeah exactly
6: he kind of looks like a girl should with that we call haircut, him the though? boy <laughs>
2: she, she well, hates well, the haircut he's always years.
7: my baby boy oh, stop know I mean. stop
1: <laughs> this is how you know, I many thousands of people listen to this every week stop. <laughs>
7: Thousands.
1: Thousands. thousands of people my <laughs> job. Oh, my God. Oh, thanks, Mom. Love you. I love you. you All right. Bye. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe
3: your dad will call in next
1: No, week. my dad would never <laughs> do that to me. <laughs> Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh my brother's younger, so that's okay. But damn, that was terrible. Thanks, Ma. Love you. Wait, another ya. one calling? Was that the Love same one? Ya. No, this is this is Tim calling back. I think. Oh, Tim, is this Tim again? It's Tim. Tim, it's that's a hard act to follow,
8: bud.
3: What up? It's a hard act to follow, bud. I don't know if you can beat uh, Ryan's mom. And
8: here's, I would. Uh, see, here's the thing: as a person that's harassed quite a bit by my friends and uh, has been in that situation quite a few times, kid. Okay, you just got to embrace it, man. You just got to take it in and embrace it. <laughs> I
1: will. Yeah, I, I love my mom. She's the shit. That's why I answered it in the first place. She's fine.
8: the poison ivy situation might be the best thing I've ever heard.
1: Oh, dude, it was, it was really miserable. We can talk about that another time. Nobody wants to hear about my testicular poison ivy, but it was. Yeah, miserable. tell wow, you what, know, wow, we bro. got ten minutes. I heard in. a lot of people. Dude, dude I, I mean, did. let's. Just, I was, I was in front of fans <laughs> like this, just like watching TV. Like as my everyday Like action. you had a yeast infection or something? <laughs> I would wake up in the middle of the night and have to put on my calamine lotion but like prop my